sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, after a brief hobby discussion, we start getting into a more proper horse heresy discussion. We start by talking about the releases as of the moment. It's currently the end of June. We talk about what we know is coming next and what we absolutely anticipate to be coming out, even if GW hasn't said anything about it yet. And then we get into a discussion about running Escalation-style leagues. If you are playing this game or any other game and trying to get new players into it, an Escalation League can be a great way to actually get people interested, get them building up their forces slowly, and to take away some of the overwhelming feeling people can get when they look at a giant pile of gray plastic and not sure what to do with it. Um, and now, on to the show. All right, and how are you gentlemen doing on this fine evening, on this uh, Sunday night? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. The finger's healing from the, the last time we talked. Uh, thankfully, I get off the stitches on Wednesday. Um, they're starting to itch, which is a good sign because that means they're healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also sucks because I want to pick at it so fucking bad. <laughs> but no, it's, I've been doing good. I've been doing good. Is, is there, two more days of school left, so yeah. Is, is there anything you can do for it? Like, is there? I, I haven't had stitches since I put like a half inch screw oh. through my foot when I was a yeah. kid. So I don't know if there's like anything you can put on to help stop the itching or. I haven't had stitches since I did my knee surgery, my fucking knee replacement, um, when I was like 21. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But apparently, no. You just, she, literally the best. I forget to cover it. The best bet is just don't touch it. Don't cover it. Don't do anything. You're turning your head, aren't you? No. Is it? Oh, you know what? The plug is super loose. Yep. Um, Tighten your plug there. I will do it. Yeah, no, that's it's the plug is super loose. Um, no, uh, you know, they said leave it. Uh, for I didn't realize this. You're supposed to leave it uncompletely touched. Like, literally, don't cover it. Don't do anything. If you want to pull a little neosporin, you can. That can help with the scar. But I was like, eh, who gives a fuck? The scar. Um, Scar's that character. Yeah, pretty, okay, calm down there, Karn. Um, <laughs> no, but, it, you know, it's healing. That's all I can ask for. It's healing. It's healing nice. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm happy with how it's turning out. Good. Um, but, yeah, what about you, Steve? What's up? I'm doing all right. Just got back from um, a local, I guess you could call it a local GT. Uh, Mythicos had me in as their ringer, so I played a bunch of 40K. Um, got to play this here, and it's one time. It's actually my first time playing this new codex. One time before their nerf comes into effect, but it's not really, not that bad no, of a nerf compared to what no, they can do. No, no, it's a nerf. I don't know, man. I mean, my list, I'm going to lose a hive tyrant, and I'm set. Um, Is it because they changed the bodyguard? No, um, I'm going to lose the hive tyrant because I need the points, and I didn't actually do anything with my hive tyrant the entire game in any of my games I played. Um. Screamer Killers, oh god, they uh, whoo, they got a glow up, <laughs> minus one damage, two up armor, which is really a one up because they have light cover against shooting for just like fifteen extra points. They're so damn good, and then everyone's like, oh, I'll play Leviathan, play Leviathan, play Leviathan. Oh my god, transhuman, mini transhuman, it's so good. I don't need transhuman. My toughness on most of my army is seven and eight. Yeah. Because I was running six Screamer Killers, a Horror Specs, an Exocrine, and a Hive Tyrant, plus um, a Turbagon, 20 Termagants, 15 Hormagants, 10 Gargoyles. That was 
2,000 points. Um, until now. I mean, as of now, that's no longer the points as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, this weekend it was. Um, and, you know, just Carnifex is brutally effective now. Uh, first of all, weapon skill 3 instead of weapon skill 4 alone is an absolute game changer. Um, I actually get to hit with my attacks most of the time. My dice said no a lot of the time, but, you know, sometimes, like, they actually, like, agreed, like, yeah, you should be hitting. Um, and then 10 attacks base, going up to 11 on the charge is really good. Um, being strength 7 with adrenal glands going up to 8 because I played High Fleet Behemoth. And I was wounding Marines on twos, which is really nice. It's like, it's like things like that made Screamer Killers really effective. And then just to add a little bit of like you know, just a little salt in the wound, um, I dropped the Behemoth um, secondary trait to reroll charges, and instead took the one that made all monsters objective secured, and if they had ten or more wounds, counted as five models. So I had a list for every single model's objective secured, and it was amazingly nice. Still, just push forward monsters and not have to think about it. Mm. But unlike with um, Crusher Stampede, I could still play small bugs without doing weird backdoor ways to get them into a list. I could just run some gaunts, and it felt nice. And yeah, no, all I have to change because I didn't. I didn't. I did not bring a Malice Scepter. Because, first of all, my army theme was, oh yeah, the cover art for the 2nd edition Tyranid Codex, because my army is all 2nd edition Tyranids. And, like, um, what is it, the Epic Hive Swarm box set? Like, those box covers? Like, alright, that's what I want to run. So I just took the monsters from the pictures, and yeah, that was the list. My first time opening the book was yesterday morning at <laughs> 6.30 to write a list. I'm like, yo, so, just to make sure... Because Battlescribe, I just updated it, and now it's the new points already in there. Um, is the points out of the book, or is there an interim like update? Like, no, 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 it's the book. Okay, cool. I just sit there with a calculator, I'm adding it all up, adding it in Battlescribe in case I need to look it up, and I have a written record of what my list is, because I don't have time to type it up. Like, I'm literally just making a list, packing models in a bag, and throwing it in my car. I didn't even pick my high fleet until I got there. I didn't even read my strats until turn one of the game. <laughs> and I lost that game by two points that I very easily could have been a win. If, like, I knew what my stuff was. Half my rolls I'd even use because I forgot I had them. Yeah. Like, I forgot about um, the fact that Hive Pirates give out the reroll ones to hit. Um, the Turbogon gives a plus one to hit or something like that. Like, all these little buffs I could have done, I just forgot I had. I'm like, oh, plus two inches of movement. That's cool. I found a strat while I was deploying that let my Hormigons auto-advance six inches and still charge. I'm like, oh, so you're saying if I take the Turvagon Imperative for plus two inches of movement, I could go 18 inches up the board and then charge. Yep. Holy shit. Like, the, the things I was able to do just picking up the book for the first time with only a basic understanding of what the book does... Playing on a clock. Two and a half hour rounds. I clocked out twice of the four games I played, but I got to, like, turn four before that happened. And I was in positions that I still scored points turn five just by standing on objectives. So, um, yeah, no, if I could do that well, picking up the book the day of, the book was uh, it was pretty good. I was not even playing, like, a typical, like, tournament list because of Behemoth. Why would you run behemoth? Because it's cool. 
Or you didn't have harpies. Yeah, that, uh, that was my weekend. They, I had no harpies. Yeah. Because they're not in second edition. I mean, they, they got some big changes, especially when it comes to who their warlord has to be, and as well as their um, imperatives and all, but it, it's good changes. None of the changes I saw, maybe points-wise, might be a little bit heavy in certain spots, but overall, the points are the, the changes are good. They needed something. Yeah, your Necron yeah. change is pretty good, too, not to be quiet. I mean, not no. to derail, but your Necron changes, really, everyone, the Silent King is now, <laughs> monoliths are core now, Dave. So, it, we suffered greatly from that first Codex out the door scenario. Some of it, I understand why they did, because we have a lot of stratagems that if we were a newer army, would just say like, yeah, your models can do blank, like it's fine. In ours, it's core based. You have to be core to do it. So, okay, they gave a lot of people core, or like the Silent King, his ability only works on core units. So in the original codex, his ability worked on like nothing. Okay, now pretty much every almost everything is core. Okay, so everyone gets to use these cool abilities. Hey, that that that's fine. That makes sense. But now you can do some potentially weird things that I would like to think they anticipated or realized, or maybe they don't care, like veiling of veil darkness on the Silent King. Um, if you play Serzen Dynasty, you can bring back the Mahirs. I don't know if they intend any of that. We'll see. Or if you just have Luminaire's heirs, because his isn't tied to... Um, his is just tied to being core. His is not tied to any particular dynasty. So if you just take him, you can regen them. Um, I don't think that's as crazy as some people are saying, because if you really want to kill it, you can still do tons and tons of wounds. <laughs> but we'll see. It, the, the, the changes they did were nice, and the points changes were greatly needed. So, but, all right, why don't we get into, uh, well, actually, yeah, we can just continue with hobby stuff. Um, I know for me, it's just been assembling. I, later I'm going to take a picture of all the things I have assembled. I still have a lot more assembly to do. Uh, mostly marine bodies, especially whenever we get those Mark threes coming in that order that GW is never going to send. Don't get me started on the <laughs> fucking GW Mark. Oh, to our podcasters, we were literally talking about this. Listeners, oh, we're the podcasters. <laughs> well, no, I mean, to the podcast listeners. There you go. We literally talked about this five minutes ago, and we opted to just table it because we were getting frustrated. <laughs> Probably for the sake of time. <laughs> Games <laughs> Workshop, please send me my shit already. I yes, gave please. you the money. Give me the goods. There are so many things held up because of Mark III's Mark IVs. You know what? You know what? Just send me the rest and shut the Mark III's Mark IVs later. I'll understand. Oh $800. So much stuff has gone out of stock. Of, that was been in stock for an entire week. Literally zero of the $800 is my shit. It's literally everyone else that I decided because some people couldn't order in time. Some people were at work. So I said, fuck it, guys. Send me the order. I'm going to, I will wake up early. I will do it. Don't worry about it. And I woke up early. I did it. Put in $800. I'm not going to say I'm the first person who put in the order, but I was definitely one of the quicker ones. Um, I can use my computer and shit. Um, so yeah, I put it in. 800, it was $860, $870. I don't even have a shipping code yet. And I'm, I'm kind of pissed because some people have actually gotten their stuff already. Oh, well, you right? see, Dan, it gets better. It gets better. Okay. So, 
within 30 minutes of orders opening up, right? You had a big order of everything everyone requested. Night Lords transfer sheets, Dark Angel transfer sheets, dice. You got 10 boxes of Mark 3s, 7 boxes of Mark 4s, extra weapons, because we're, ah, oh, you know, we got allocated. We'll order some extra, so on release day, we have more, right? I'm listening. All that we're waiting on. But we also ordered a restock, like, over the phone the Tuesday before Heresy release. No, sorry, the Thursday. The week before Harrison's, right? So there's a special order on Tuesday, and there are like a regular orders are Thursdays. So the yeah. Thursday after, um, we requested more um, weapon sets. Yeah, more. At that point, the allocation was gone, right? Or like the yeah. ratio stuff they did. That came in before Harrison release day. This is weird. Two weeks before it not show up, but you did show up before Harrison release day. The one Grace here, like rat model, the one Imperial Fists dice set. And the one Night Lord's transfer set we put in a week later as a, hey, you know, we have enough, you know, we're going to put another order because, you know, stuff is still available. Um, you know, so we'll put another order if you guys want stuff since we could get you some of it, a little bit of a discount over GW, right? That shit came in. The last minute stuff came in before release day. Yep. The stuff we ordered on pre-order day has still not delivered. It's, you even get a shipping notice or no, right? No, no shipping no, notice? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, listen, I We're shot now, him in the email. Oh, it's now a month after that. Has it been a month? Two weeks of but not for us, for it's him. Now two weeks since launch. Oh. Yeah. The it's big thing is they shouldn't let you check ridiculous. out if they didn't have it. They let you check out, therefore yeah. it should be there. Or, or if they see that there's, you know, $800, $900 worth of stuff that is available, send that. And go, we're sorry, these items are out of stock. Either refund it or, you know, say, when it's available, we will ship it to you. It's so easy. Is it, though? <laughs> no, no, it is. <laughs> Even if it's not easy, it's their job. At least, at least the map is still in stock. What about them bookmarks? I bet you still get them bookmarks. We have, like, seven of them at the store. We're going to give oh, them well, away our... as prize support. Damn. You didn't get tokens? <laughs> Uh, no, not that I saw. I we I did. Did so, you get lodge tokens? I don't. No, we oh, we got lodge tokens. No. We ordered 16 box sets and got 12 tokens. We ordered 30 box That's sets and I don't shit. think we got a token. Yeah, we didn't get a token. We ordered 30. That's weird. That's really weird. Not like reaction tokens, the uh, the lodge tokens. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not as far as I know. Weird. Well, so, so they did weird. So they sent the box sets first. They arrived on, uh, you know, a few days early, which makes sense. A little bit later than for most people, but a few days early. Okay, hey, they're sitting in the back, ready to go for uh, the Saturday. The other stuff was, like, missing. You just, just wasn't there. Uh, the, you know, the Kratos. No, literally everything else. It was only box sets in the beginning. Um, so they contact GW, be like, where is this stuff? What's going on? They're like, okay, we're going to rush you out in order. They, we can rush you every, essentially we were able to get uh, with the allocation seven and everything. They said, well, we can rush you out everything, but the rhinos, we don't have those. Okay. Rush us out the rest of the stuff. So like, I want to say that comes in may maybe Saturday or Sunday. We're able to get in time. That was Saturday. That was yeah. Saturday. I mean, that was the Kratos we shit. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, they Saturday. find the order. And they're like, okay, well, hey, we found it. It's on its way to you guys. You can just send it back then. And we're like, no. 
no, you guys are allocating real hard and you messed up our ability to sell stuff. We're going to hold on to it. So some of it is still left. Like a bunch of the stuff is sold. Most of the big boxes have sold, but like we still have special weapon sets and heavy weapon sets and some Kratos left. But yeah, like special weapon sets, that's money right there. Yes. We have special no weapons Kratos. are gone we everywhere. Have one Kratos no, we have seven. No, I was They're there. on the shelf. Oh. I yeah, was, uh, maybe maybe not seven, maybe five, but no, there's still more Kratos left. We have those left. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, we only put one in the front, but we got we got more on the on the. It's on the 40k shelf. Oh, same it's thing. On the, got it. That's same thing with the about. heavy weapons and the special weapons. They're they're sitting on that shelf, but big boxes. No, I think there's only a couple of those left. Yeah, no, those we those we ran through pretty hardcore. Yeah, but um, other than that, no, it's just been assembly. Assembly and played a game versus Dan the other day, but we might might get into that at a, a later point when we actually talk more games. Oh, my list was probably totally legal because I looked at it later. I had I need like more units, it but it doesn't matter. I realized later it, uh that particular art of war I was running requires that you have more like infantry units than like non infantry. I'd have to look at some other things, but I was like, oh, I might have one more. I was like, I don't care, it's what I could run. I I didn't have the models for anything else. I had fun, and I learned how mechanic of. I was much better playing that game with mechanic of the first game against Josh. Oh, of course. Uh, I was figuring out. How, yeah, it was, it was like a good figuring out game for me because yeah. the playtest rules were. Uh, they, they, like at least with your two books, it's organized and it has nice pictures. You can kind of assume where most stuff is. This is just printed out playtest rules, so it's like, oh god. Please, well, I no. I will say. After my first game with the books, uh, one, the, you know, the game is a lot of fun. I, I'm enjoying it. I like a lot of the things they do. Reactions feel strong, although since I was playing your Mechanicus, you, you know, don't necessarily get them so much or it's much tougher for you to have them. However, some rules being in one book, some rules being in the other, I'm sure I will get used to that and understand where to look and like, oh, this thing is an Astartes rule or this thing is just a general special rule. But it was definitely both books open at all times in that section and having to kind of look back and forth to find what I was wanted. You know, it's. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, it, it's going to be. Back, send extra money. Have both loyalist and trader books. One <laughs> open to units, one open to weapons and special huh. rules. No, I, 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 I want to wait Classic until. CW solution. Someone I'm sure will put out something like a, oh here's a quick reference or um like battlescribe has started to update they, they only got like seven or eight units in there so far but they actually have started working on that so like contemptors are all in there so it's as that goes in it'll be easy because all your special rules are somewhere but for the moment it's a l little wild west for my liking but dan i know you've still been working on all your your demons no i'm, I'm avoiding my demons and plant painting demon portals because of still course, counts. <laughs> that's still demons. I'm just avoiding painting seventy fucking demons as long Are as possible. Are you afraid possible. they'll ask dragon. for more offerings? What happened? Are you afraid they're gonna ask for another offering? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> the blood portals will be done probably tonight, actually. Although I ran out of matte spray, and I don't like putting the Tamiya gloss. Although I don't really think this needs a matte spray to be quite, quite honest. It's, if you're gonna play with it, it does. Probably, yeah. Well, sooner or later, it needs a display, a... needs a gloss, then a matte, usually. Ugh. I usually just do straight matte. Um, but no, so then I'll have to wait, because Maplewood's closed tomorrow, isn't it? 
No, Tuesday they're closed. They're open tomorrow. Tuesday they're closed. Oh, yep. Open Monday. All right, so it's open Monday. I'll stop by. I'll, I'll definitely stop by tomorrow and pick you, up. Um, so you do uh, realize that matte spray is less protective than gloss? Yes. Is it? Yes. The the that's why everyone does gloss than matte. Yeah. If you want a matte surface. Yep. Yeah, it is better. Because the way the physics of it breaks down, the gloss mm-hmm. is like a solid coat, whereas the matte basically has a texture. Yes. I'll, I'll yeah. the, the best way to do it is if you want it to be matte, you gloss first, you matte after, and then you also know when to rematte it because the parts will start getting shiny because they the matte coating has rubbed off and now you're to the gloss. Like with your Mechanicum, part of the problem you're probably running into of like, oh, it's chipping or oh, I need to, to remat it is because essentially you're not getting a warning that there's a problem. If you gloss yeah. it first, you're going to have a warning. That's how I know when to redo my stuff because it'll actually start getting shiny again. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Okay. You, you always you want to gloss and then matte if that's your goal. Or like you could always gloss and then go to like a, a satin if you want you know something in the middle, but you should always gloss first. Yeah. Well, too late, but I will no, you probably can, end up doing that. You can always layer over the top. There's nothing that says no, you only have to do one coat of things. For the custodies, I'd have to gloss, matte, and then re-gloss all the shoulder pads again. Oh, okay. Well, if you had an airbrush, yeah, it'd be easy. I love painting custodies, though. It's yeah, on custodies, the weapons them. are gloss, and the shoulder pad, the right shoulder pad, is a gloss for me. So that's why I'm like, ah, wait for them. But I don't think they'll chip either mostly because they're mostly all plastic anyway yeah they should be um, better yeah it's the resin stuff the mechanicum is all fucking resin so yeah. that one's gonna ship to hell and back so next time the mechanicum starts chipping i'll just do gloss to uh to matt but i didn't know that yeah you know and then oh, steve um, you've been painting all kinds of fancy guys hmm? yeah 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 so um because I have such a large existing army of Iron Wars, let's do a new project with a new edition. Um, I got a little bit of a head start, but that's fine because I was going to do a demo army so um, for the store. So it's okay. It's not cheating that bad. I'm no. working with beakies. Um, so I decided to take a few extra beakies we had. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to convert them to Recon Squad. Not Recon. Um, Seeker Squad. Because my um, Salamander's demo army from the tail end of last edition was a Breacher Squad, EA Compulsory Troop, a Flamer Support Squad, Troops but not Compulsory, and a Recon Squad. Again, Troops but not Compulsory. So I had one Compulsory Troop choice and two more Troops choices. And in the last edition, that was great for Zone Mortalis, which is why I made the Army 4, but it was literally unplayable in bigger games. Yeah. Without, like, you know, bringing in my Iron Warriors and just saying, pretend they're green. I said, okay, you know, I'm going to work on some more units just to expand the pool. Um, I took 10 tacticals for my backlog. Very, very quickly just did them green. You know, the gloss green like I did for the rest of the army. I'm like, all right, that's close enough. That's done. I'll pick up some transfers and, you know, call it a day. But for my Seeker squad, that's using the new stuff. Um, so I took five of the Beaky Marines and five pairs of arms that had spare for Mark four space marines and printed out some um, fancy bolters with box ammo mags and scopes on them said cool you know this looks like an umbra ferox bolter from back in the day 
if you flip through the Legion book, um, one of the pictures somewhere is like, yeah, you know, this is the the the, seek, the vulture that seekers prefer to use because it's got this giant box that has multiple types of ammo in it. Like, this is cool. And like, all right, well, you know, bright, glossed green metallic salamanders doesn't really, you know, doesn't really scream special forces space marines to me, which is what seekers kind of are. Um, for who plays 40k, seekers are like stern guard veterans in terms of the ammo, but without the veteran part of it. Um, cool unit. And I said, I want something different. Um, for my Iron Warriors and the Dark Angels I did, I tried to do like little homages back to Rogue Trader in 2nd Edition. Okay. And I do the same for my Salamanders. So I decided to recreate the somewhat dreadful Rogue Trader Salamanders color scheme. For those who don't know, it's um, black with yellow stripes, or maybe it's yellow with black stripes. Who knows? But it's not like hazard stripes. It's like that, like, you know, bubbly, wavy, liney camo. Um, let's see if I can find a picture. I'll throw it up in the chat for you guys. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it exists. Um, and I figured I took a spare corn berserker I had because it's always a corn berserker that I use as my color test palette. Um, I think the Corn Berserker, I tried out, like, on one arm, I did one method of doing black, another one, I did another one, and I finally found a recipe I like, where I start with um, black, do a dark, like, charcoal slate gray, I'm not sure the exact color, but something like a darker gray, is that at all, right? Go over that with some orc flesh. It, it, lo it looks green. It's actually great for dark angels, 40k-wise, I would say, but it's not quite dark enough, but um, from there, I paint in all of the stripey camo stuff with um i think it's carrick stone yeah and then i gloss over like i basically do a wash gloss thin coat of contrast two to mix one of nasdreg yellow and one of the army painter ones I forget the name of it but it's a two to one mix of that and i just gloss it over thin and it hints the beiges the yellows and it makes the dark green darker because it's like there's more pigment that light has to go through, so more of it gets obscured. And the green plus the yellow just makes a you know a slightly different green. It ends up darker because there's browns in the yellow. Anyway, with the yellow against the green, it looks like black. You investigate it, get that guy that green tint. Um, and it's I love it. It's glorious, and I have now two marines in on this eventually ten man squad. I, I did. So that's been the big. Uh, mm -hmm. When when I was doing some of my uh, Legion stuff, when I originally was painting my Rebels, I was doing them sort of in those sort of camo schemes. I did mine with using a lot of like essentially water over the model, and then um, then putting paint down so it pool it essentially moves around itself in interesting patterns because oh, contrast and all wasn't a thing at the time. Yeah, uh, it was a pain. <laughs> it really is. I could imagine. Thank God for contrast because it's it's great because it's translucent and highly pigmented. There's a wide yeah. range of colors. The behaviors are kind of con are fairly consistent between them for most things. Yeah, those are some. <laughs> those are some crazy it's a, it's, looking it's a color models, scheme, right? It, yeah. it, it's something. He he, he just shared what, it in our Discord, something. and they are, they are weird looking. Yeah. The rogue trader scheme for salamanders was definitely something. 
I wonder. Um, are all the Rogue Trader schemes that that different mine. from like what they are? What you would no, think of that a thirty k or now? Are, most of them are similar. Most of them are similar. Okay. That we have now. Uh, the Dark Angel switched from black to green, and they lured it up as being, oh yeah, you know, it's it's an remembrance of Caliban. Yeah, which we blew up ourselves. Um, things like that. But no, for the most part, it's pretty similar for the main chapters. Um, if I remember correctly, Ultramarines and Rogue Trader were not first founding, but Crimson Fists were. Okay. Um, just little things like that. I'll make me bust out my Rogue Trader rulebook. I've been dying to flip through it recently. But um, yeah, no, so that's been my painting projects. And then today, I finally made progress on a unit that is something that's a new build possibility in the new edition. So command squads in the new book can take boarding shields, which is, first of all, cool as all hell. Um, bodyguards and giant shields, I'm with it. But then they can take power weapons. And in this edition, it's just a power weapon. It could be one of many types, including power lances, which are spears. So now I have a squad of iron warriors, hoplites, armed with spear and shield. Well, I'm working on one. Um, I'm taking the round shields from the Stormcast Annihilators. I'm going to be shaving off a lot of the details, but leaving some pieces. As we those shields with the spears from the new Sigmar line infantry with the spear and the shield. Can't think of their names. Um, and then those shields from those guys are going to be used to make a new Breacher squad. So I'm very, very excited about expanding my Iron Warriors with that, even though I should be working on Salamanders. I, I find it's as long as you're working on something there's so many projects so many things to do if you're working on something then you're making worthwhile progress no. that is fair I like that really yeah. what, what, what wasn't helping in my progress last night was when I started playing Undertale and stuff like that but otherwise it's all hobby stuff so that helps that's process. a throwback uh, it's only from 2018 but I was like you know what never got around to it I got it on Steam apparently because right now is the Steam Summer Sale, so I was like, you know what, let me play this. Let me see what else I'm, I'm currently lacking. I want to pick Not up sure the uh, Mechanicum to... is cheap right now on Steam Summer Sale. I don't own that, so I think I want that as well. So Soundtrack is gorgeous. So that, yeah. Soundtrack. I rewatched uh, Mandalore Gaming's review of it to see if, if, if I would still like it in the current environment and all. And looking through it, yeah, the, the sound, sound design is, is, um, is great in that. So. All right. Does that do us for at least to the most extent for hobby? I think so. Yeah. All right. I think so. All right. So we're going to move on to, I guess, what you would call the news part, news segment here. So we did do some heresy content last week, but just as like I said, due, due to schedules, partially because. Dan chopped himself up real good. We weren't able to get all of us together on recording, but we still wanted to put something out. So we, we put out our discussion on the Mechanicum leaks that we have and all. What we wanted to do tonight then, we want to start off just by discussing, you know, what we have so far, what's out, what's what do we know is coming out, what you know, what are we waiting on? What do we know we're waiting on? What do we think we're waiting on? A bit of the timeline, sort of that that discussion. And then we want to get into where to go from here, in particular escalation leagues, because you want to give people a few weeks to get together and to get stuff built. So a lot of these are starting off 
you know, in the July timeframe. So another week, maybe two weeks from now. So we want to discuss what we're doing at various stores around us and some thoughts on, on where we can go from there. So, um, we already talked a little bit about some of the issues with the releases that are currently out and all. Um, anyone have any particular thoughts otherwise on the actual like day itself? Because you actually, Steve, you ran a painting event, right? I don't know yes, if we've I talked did. about that since. No, I don't think we got a chance to. It was also, yeah, so I was going to talk about it. And then we had to make our offerings to corn. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so it's now been like a week and a half, two weeks since that. Um, yes. So yeah, on the release day for the new edition, um, when I, uh, we did the memories, I set aside 10 Marines specifically just in case we needed to um, buy some. But the idea was painting competition. If you've got a black set, pre-entry. Otherwise, you know, $10 to cover the Marine that you have to pick up, right? Yeah. And you know, a painting competition. Uh, take one of your beakies. You got two. You got like an hour and a half to build it, clean it up, prime it, and then clock starts. You have two hours to fully paint it. Um, a big reason it's two hours at the uh, typical speed painting of an hour to half an hour, even usually like forty-five minutes. Um, the reason we didn't do it that way is because a lot of my local community is in a habit of spending a lot of time on individual models. Um, they're focusing on the trees and missing the forest, essentially. Yeah. Right? Um, so they will spend hours and hours and hours on one model, making sure they get the line highlights just right, making sure, you know, they get this just right and that just right. But, um, you know, in Horse Heresy, a tactical squad is 20 models, and that's only 200 points. Um, and just, like... The number of models you could field in a list is very high, potentially. It could be a small list, but it could get very high. And especially, ironically, for the players that paint individual models over the longest periods of time, those are the same players that happen to pick the legions that specifically want more bodies. <laughs> they actually both went for Night Lords. So, um, yeah, it's tough to get outnumbering bonuses when you have five models painted. Yeah. Um, so the idea was to start trying to break them out of that habit, get them painting at least a little bit faster, right? Because one of the guys is an absolute god with a brush. He won um, the Jersey Devil painting competition with his Nagash model. It's gorgeous. It, it's immaculate. But he spends so much time on models. I'm like, all right, dude, I know you're an amazing painter, but we need to get you going faster if you're going to get a, an army finished at the same pace as everyone else. Yeah. So I'm making this two hours. This is a long time. Um, most people that did the competition finished their models in like 45 minutes, an hour, 15 minutes, like that range. Mm. And they were not rushing. They were just painting and they normally did. But for this guy and the other guy, like they needed every second to get to that finish line. I also made it two hours, so you can use techniques like oil washes and things like that to at least to a basic degree, right? Mm. Like you can apply it and rinse it down. It might not dry, but you could get you know the basic weathering down and then you know keep it isolated, get home, let it dry completely, varnish it. But you know, it's part of people's armies, so I wanted to make sure people could use their armies' techniques on it. Next time, I think I'm going to give them one hour. Yep. And say good luck. Um, get you know, you gotta like paint faster. 
Um, but yeah, you know, just a little thing to kind of break in the break them into that faster pace because again, squads can be big. Your your starter set has forty bodies. Um, you've gotta you've gotta paint a reasonable no, pace if you ever actually want to play with painted models. Fifty two. True. Yeah, I was just counting just what I would, you know, your your general Mark Six things. Yeah. And Mark Sixes are such a clean sculpt too. Yes. Only thing you got to pick out are the chest cables and the studs, and the rest is like up to discretion. Yeah. For the most part, like it's not like Mark Three where there's trims and rivets everywhere. It's not like Mark Four where there's the shoulder pad trims and yeah, the rest is pretty clean, but there's still those trims. There's the knee pads you might want to highlight or do a different color. Like Mark Sixes, it's one combined shin and a thigh like there's the minimal amount of parts to paint on those models yeah especially because what i'm finding now is i'm putting together most of my mark sixes the ones i've built so far i've built about 20 of them the ones i built so far they're all going to be special weapon guys for one type of weapon or another because i have a special weapons kit okay and and like five of them are like heavy bolter boys but i'm not putting the guns on because a lot of those guns kind of take up a lot of space but for the bolters as i'm building those guys now i'm just putting the bolter on because you know, normally i would leave the gun off to be able to make sure i can get underneath and everything like that but as i look at these guys what's underneath you know it is so clean, I would say almost, you know, with little detail. It looks good, but without all these extra bits that I feel comfortable attaching the bolter. Maybe I don't have that much space to work, but there's not a lot of things I have to do. You know, if I can reach your chest piece, or at least mostly highlight along that, then I'm set. So There's no aquila. There's no, no. aquila to paint underneath. That's no. the main thing. Yeah, so as I'm putting these guys That's together you. now. Like you, know, you compare it to normal Marines. Um, there's, I, if I'm not mistaken, there's a, a huge aquila underneath the uh, the plate, so you need to like not glue on the bolter because you need to reach the aquila. Um, yeah, I don't, these guys are. I don't even. I'm trying to think of the reason I'm pausing is I'm trying to think if there's any heresy model with like a stylized breastplate, and the only one I could think of is Mark IV. With the uh, X for, like, for standard, yes. All those special squads absolutely have it. Oh, yeah, oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. My my inner emptors have wings all, all all over their chest and everything. As they should, stupid dark angels. Yeah, so like none of those guys have their weapons attached, but these guys, no, I'm just gonna attach their weapons. But again, I have so many of them to paint; they're not all gonna look perfect. Can't do it. It'll take too long. Exactly. So yes. Also, what uh, helps me, I have a little bit of a background in theater from high school, and they made sure to stress the concept of you may be three feet from that set piece and see that the line is ever so slightly askew, but your audience is 40 feet away, 50 feet away, 60 feet away. They are not going to see that little bit where you cross over a line. Yeah. And that's why you paint armies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how I fucking paint armies. <laughs> yeah. And they... At least I think I they look good. Yeah, please don't think as people go through and do their painting that everything should be a centerpiece model. You, you, unless you're the type of painter who can do that and is fine with it, you are going to burn out. Yeah, and you're going to burn out long before you are done, very long before. But all right, so 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 that's you know, hopefully everyone knows the stuff that is out. 
Um, as of the time of this recording, so we're on the 26th of June, it's essentially all day one release stuff. Um, for better or worse, some stuff I, I haven't seen in the wild. I know they're supposed to be those Mark III and Mark IVs. I haven't seen anyone have them. I know some of the... I think like all the dice are still in stock, or mostly, but I know some of the transfers start going out of stock. Um, but when we when we go to what they talked about, but we still don't have in our hands yet. So we wrote down. We know the heavy weapon kits, right? That's one of the main things we're still waiting on. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I there guess... are two kits for heavy weapons we have not dropped yet. One of mm-hmm. them is the quote unquote short range, one is quote unquote long range. So it's Heavy Flamer, Multimilta, Plasma Cannon, and then Volkite Culverin, Last Cannon, Auto Cannon. Alright. And and off because they gave us a um a timeline. I don't think the timeline talks about any of that sort of stuff. Where's the timeline? I have that. No, it does not. Well the, yeah. the roadmap is a it's a it's a very generous application of the term roadmap. It, it it gives you uh, two things, Dave. It gives you the when the PDFs will be released, right? Oh, sorry, when a PDF will be released. Sorry, it doesn't even tell you what PDF will be released. When a PDF will be released, and when the other rule books will be coming out. It does not give you like you know when the Leviathan plastic plastic Leviathan is coming out. It does not say that at all. True. All right. Yeah. Um. Normally, I would do screen shares of all this stuff, but the internet's apparently been a little bit iffy lately, so I'm not bothering with any of that. But yeah. So Fire so we're... does not give you does not give you units. No, 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 no. Oh, they do show the picture on the side. So they show off of it. They show three pictures as they talk about new miniatures. One we know now is definitely the Mark Six separate box because they've they've talked about that and we know that's a thing. One of them is definitely yep, that's this... on pre-order this weekend. Actually, oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, went up yesterday. Yep. <laughs> if someone somehow doesn't have enough, you can get more from the start. Um, one of them is definitely the Contemptor kit because that is absolutely a Contemptor just on the look and that they have revealed some more information about. One, the kit comes with all the weapons, which is nice. The previous one, the one in the main box does not have every weapon option. It's uh, It has most of them. It's missing, what, three? Ooh. Chain fist. Um, oh, oh, three because the carries. No, four. Yeah. Um, I, I I built one, but I don't remember what weapons were on it. Um, it's it's missing the conversion beamer. beamer. Yep, and it oh, doesn't have the plasma awesome. cannon. That's the one I was missing. The yeah. plasma cannon. Yeah, it does. Ha- it does have the others. So they are doing the kit with all those, including some different chess pieces, one traitor, one loyalist, and some of the other little war gear options and all. So. That'll make uh, that'll make four contemptors for me when that comes out. Because that's two talents. I, or oh, one talent one with the mortifactor. But so so we know that's coming. We know they and the the other picture. It just looks like it looks like the rhino, but the rhino's already out. Yes, the rhino is out. Yeah, but I think it's just a placeholder for hey, look, plastic kits are on their way. Yeah, in a transport. Don't forget, they, yeah. 
I don't think it's a hey, this is what's coming out. I think it's literally just hey, this is what's these are what's coming out. Like it's a placeholder because uh, they're bringing a rhino full of new kits or some cheesy yeah. stuff like that. But that's what's weird about it when I, I look at it. When I look at it, the other two are actual things that now they have shown us and we know exactly why it followed. The other one's the rhino, but the rhino's already there. Razorbacks aren't a thing, so I don't know. Predator uses the same chassis, so maybe it's a Predator. There's no the gun on top. The is a rhino. Yeah, there's no big no, gun on top. So it can't be a Razorback anyway. What I'm saying is maybe it's like a maybe like rhino variants. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken... The Predator, the most Predator uses the same variant. Yeah, but it would have a gun. Yeah, but maybe it's just like, you know, here's a multi-kit. You can build a Rhino or a Predator. Ah, see? I I don't know. I I just thought that was odd because the other ones are specific. But that's not Um, So, other things, they they announced a couple other things. What are we missing? The Sikorin, the Leviathan, Tartarus, Reissue. I don't talk about the Leviathan. Leviathan, plastic Leviathan's coming out. It looks amazing. Um, we all kind of discussed this, and we don't know what the... So it said it's going to be coming with two range weapons, which... It showed three. Show three. Three, sorry, yeah. The um, Melta, the Storm Cannon, and the uh, Graviton Flux Bombard, which is the worst gun in any game to actually resolve the effects of. Yes. I um, used one the other I... day. I'm not impressed with the gun. I don't even care about how effective it is. It could be the most effective weapon in the game. I suggest never using it because it's just a pain in the ass to actually use. No, but um, so they, I we won't kind of cut. I don't know why they're not releasing the melee options. It seems weird because, or maybe they are. So I could advertise and didn't show it. But then again, yeah, they also didn't show any bolt pistols in the Mark Six sprue, and there are no bolt pistols in the Mark Six sprue. So maybe they just aren't giving you know. The Dreadnought famed for close combat prowess. Close combat weapons. We don't know. As as in typical GW, we have no fucking idea. Why communicate when you could not communicate? (laughs) (laughs) Why tell us when you can just not? Oh, yeah. We know know the Sakaran's coming. Yeah, Yeah, the coming. Uh, Did they release the weapons? Did they tell us the weapons for the Sakaran? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So it's just the auto cannons, as far as we know, and last I checked, the other variants are still available for sale. Okay. Okay. So I also suspect the Leviathan is going to be a ways off, or it won't be compatible with the old kits, because all those ranged weapons and the close combat weapons are still available for, for order off of Forge World, even though the body isn't. Hmm. I wonder okay. if they're completely redesigning the shoulder mount. Hopefully not. Maybe just because the kit won't have every weapon, so they're just leaving them up. That would be nice, but... Well, no, because like, the Storm Cannon is still listed, the Melted Lance is still listed, and the Graflux is still listed. Maybe they don't want. Maybe they don't expect people to go out, buy Legion-specific, and a regular one at whatever price it drops at, just to give weapons to the Legion-specific one? Yeah. I don't know. But still, like at least they include the close combat arms in the kit. How much more plastic could that be? Yeah, you could put throw another like you know upgrade sprue sized sprue and you're set. But to make a complete kit, that's my big thing. That's as a player, that was my one issue that I had with a lot of Titanicus stuff. Some of these things were incomplete kits. Oh, 
if you want all the weapon options, we started with two different kits to be able to get them all, which is the full you know, full model for everything. And then later, oh, here's that separate sprue. They could have included both. You know, it, it help people out and give them all the choices right off the bat. But, yep. They could have, but then how do they reap that? Sell you two bodies. Arrow. Exactly. Oh. That they is what it is. charge you for both bodies and sell you two bodies. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, Dave. Like the dual um, chainsword iconoclast that you absolutely can run. I didn't even think of that. So bad. Lord have mercy. You wrote down for Tartarus Terminators reissue. Which were they in? What, like yes. Battle of Kalth or something? They were from Prospero. Prospero Burns. Okay. Yep. Burning of Prospero. I don't so like their look. Said, hey, it's coming back, but no indication of when. Stupid question. Um, and I then like they, uh, they had a plastic box anyway, right? They, yeah, they, but they pulled yeah. it for a new heresy. Oh, no, no. Yeah, they've been pulled for the last like six months. We tried to restock them several times. Like, you know, we, we have a couple guys who are like picking up stuff. They're anticipating the new edition. Ah, I'll grab a kit to work on on the da- you know quietly or whatever, right? But and now that it's here, people are like, oh, I want to, you know, get another box. I want to extend my army. Oh, no, sorry, can't, not in stock. I don't know where the all the boxes went, but oof. just getting re- relabeled. Yeah. That's all it is. And then same with the cataphractic reissue. Although I have to say, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Tartaros look. It, I always it's not the worst. Which one is the chunkier shoulders? Cataphracty. Define chunkier. Yeah. 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 Shoulder on shoulders, cataphracty. Layered I do like the cataphracty more. The one downside of the cataphracty is that their heads don't work like any other head because it's literally just like a little dome that's yep. on top of a shelf, and that's the head. Yes. Um. Whereas the Tartaros has an actual like mount like every other kit has. But the heads are a little smaller to fit inside the frame. But like you can't put in like, you know, any old head in a cataphractic body have it fit without doing a lot of work trying to force it to fit. And even then it, it, it might not fit together well. But it, it, I agree though, it is such a nice looking kit. Missing a few options, like the um the autocannon. Um and the plasma blaster for your range weapon upgrades, but overall it's just a nice kit. Uh, I would love if they made an extra sprue for it. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. The extra sprue with the thunder hammers and the power weapons that isn't the one in five power sword. That'd be nice. It won't happen, but it'd be nice. Yeah. I, I think I talked about that last week. That's my only problem with the kit is just the the sort of the base weapon option. I, I want the base weapon option. Like, yeah, it would be nice to have, you know, the the thunder hammers and stuff like that. But at least give me my base weapon so that way my guys aren't a minimum like ten points extra. Uh, lightning claws is only five points extra. So the cheapest out of the box build is bolter power uh, lightning claw. Yeah. Or or some of the other heavy weapon options. For those who have not seen the new rules yet, for those who have not seen the new rules yet, the new lightning claws are fucking baller. The fact oh, that they they're read, phenomenal. 
Yeah, the they fact that they get red, they still shred if they're paired. It's yeah. two bonus attacks instead of just one, like you normally prepare. Yeah. They, they they are substantially uh, better than their one point eight iterations because no one took them in one point Let's be honest, no one took them. They can you hit AP two with them, which is what you were mostly doing in, in challenges. You knew them, but now that they shred and also rend, yeah, no, they're great. Makes me excited for when uh, because I I what's funny is custodies have solarite power fist. Because we lent them to the Imperial Fists. So I kind of can see what the Solarite Fists are going to now be, right? Which I'm so glad they're not Mastercrafted. I know it's like a nerf, but I hated a squad of Mastercrafted weapons. Because you have to roll them individually. Yep. It's fucking terrifyingly slow. Um, so I'm glad they got rid of Mastercrafted. But um, I'm excited to see what they do with the Solarite Talons. Uh, which are basically the Custodes version of Lightning Claws. Uh, no army has them. I thought Imperial Fist would be able to take them. They cannot. Um, so I'm very curious what those are going to be. So, yeah, I'm just happy. I like that they made Lightning Claws better. Because they do look cool. And plus, I made a Shield Captain with the Lightning Claw. So it'd be nice to, like, use him, finally. Anyway, All right. All right. So, so, my two cents. And, and then the other thing we know is coming out is the different upgrade kits. Um, the Legion upgrade kit. So I know they did. They, they showed them for the two original to start with, right? Sons of Horus and Imperial Fists. And then they also showed those are out. Now. Those are out. Okay, those are already out. Yep. I know they've talked about the ones for Dark Angels. Out. Yeah, I was gonna say they did the Dark Angels. The faces were great. I love the Dark Angel faces. Yeah. And then, they such a cool fucking looking army. Yeah. I dare say they're one of the cooler ones. Yeah, that's sheer I mean, Nightly it's orders. It's one of those things that just appeals to people. It's robes. I'm telling you, for me, it's just the, it's the robes. 30k, there's not as nearly as many robes. There's a lot, lot, lot less robes. Or ta not robes, uh, tabards, I guess I should say instead. Even that, it's yeah, not they, so they much. Did more tabards than robes at this era, but yeah, no, even then, yeah. it's so much more subdued. Because there's less of the religious overtones in the heresy because, you know, there are no gods. There are no powers of the warp. The emperor is just the greatest psyched like, ever lived. We specifically spoke to the world leaders about this. Uh, word bearers. Oh, word bearers, word bearers. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then those are the things that we know. Who knows when stuff is coming out? We don't hear anything early. What do we still suspect? What what's uh, missing from is, as you two who've played the game before? What what should a new player be expecting? The biggest anticipation, in my opinion, is the Proteus. Okay. Um, the Land Raider Proteus. Yeah, the Land Raider Proteus. The we'll big reason why are, yeah, the big reason why people are expecting this to be plastic is um, one because it fucking makes sense. Uh, just just on sheer, it makes sense alone. But also because when people were building the Spartan, if you build the Spartan, you'll notice that on the Spartan, it says on one of the sprues, um, Land Raider, right? And it's it, it's weird because when you build the Spartan, obviously it has the Spartan chassis and all that, but then it has these parts that look like it fits literally in a Land Raider deal. And someone actually took his resin one that he hasn't built yet and test fit the pieces on there and they fit perfectly. So... Like I said, it's a rumor, but it's one of those rumors where it's like, yeah, it's, it's well, the when is more important than the, you know, yeah. if. More than that. So if you've built a Land Raider Spartan, 
on the on the weapon sprue essentially where you have your connections to actually go with your last cannon arrays there are the larger connections to be able to fit essentially a bank of four last cannons there's also most of but not enough of the pieces to make a smaller connection set so that's essentially it's two pieces that hook together you have a, a top and bottom to that and your gun sits in there they gave you additional top and bottoms that are much shorter. And it's obvious that those are for a much smaller weapon like the Proteus would have. Because that has more of like, you know, sort of like single gun and things like that. They gave you enough that you can tell what... Because there's parts on the, the Spartan kit that you don't use. They don't reference... Because I didn't know that at first. And I'm building my Spartan. I'm like, there's something wrong. I have... This one sprue has tons of things left over. And I looked at it. I said, okay... Yeah, there's hosing and all left over because it's for a a different kit. So we we absolutely knew that's a sprue that's in design. there. Yeah, smart mold design. But yes, like the, the cat's out of the bag. We know it's coming. Just 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 tell us already, GW. Instead of telling us, hey, remember when we released the contemptor? Well, guess what? We're releasing a contemptor. What? Be like, hey, you spotted it. Here it is. Damn. You know? I, I could have swore it's, they told us that they were doing the Proteus. I could have swore. No, maybe I'm making I that up. Searched. I searched. Yeah. Not once. I don't know. Apparently, that's a Mandela effect that on my part. Auto assumed it at this point, which I find fucking hilarious. You never know. Yeah, it's gonna. My my assumption is gonna be a two build kit, one for the Explorator, which has a smaller transport capacity. It does not have the front prow build. But like it messes with the reserves, it's like it's a cool thing. And the other build is going to be the one that has the front ramp that opens up. That's from the um, transporter. The exact name they use for these. I couldn't tell you. So set in my way. Essentially, for the previous edition, um, it was the um, Pro not the Proteus, the the, 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 the modern-ish one. Almost. Phobos, yes, that's the one. Thank you. I got yeah, you. It bro. was the Phobos, but now it's all Proteus because they they want to rebrand it all. Be you know heresy era, like they do some dumb things in the rules, like this. They just you know with the Warhawk pattern jump pad. Like I, I I've had players ask me like, hey, which one's the Warhawk jump pad? And like it's just a jump pad. Don't worry. It's like oh okay, and why say Warhawk? I'm like because Games Workshop is just weird. But, like, it's like, because, like, I see the Mark IV assault marines have one jump pack, and then I look at the Mark IIs that had a different one, and, the, you know, the Angel's Tears have a different one, but they all say Warhog, like, which one is it? Like, they're all Warhog jump packs. It's just, it's just, it's just a marketing thing. Okay, so yes, um, Leonard Proteus Carrier, Leonard Proteus Explorator, those are the two versions. One okay. carries 12, one carries 8. Do have a question, because um, mm -hmm. I never played Legions. There were oh, two so Land Raider. There were two Land Raider variants, or three. There, okay. So there was the basic Land Raider, um, Proteus, right? Basic Land Raider Proteus, which you could turn into the Explorator version, or keep it as a basic armor Proteus, right? Uh, okay. so that's kind of one and a half, we'll call it, right? Um, then there was just straight up the Phobos pattern, which had the assault ramp, which gives you. Two and a half variants, and to round out the list, there's the um, there's the Achilles, basic Achilles, yeah, the Achilles, which gives us three and a half, and then there's the Achilles Alpha, which was a separate unit that was not part of the squadron, 
that one had Volkite Sponsons as an option. Okay. And the regular Achilles did not. Now, one more stupid question, because I know you guys mm-hmm. have the rules. I th- the Spartan could take, instead of a heavy bolter, a last cannon there now, right? Correct. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, or an assault cannon, which means that every Imperial Fist and Blood Angel will be promptly buying um, yeah, the extra rotor cannons, cannons cutting <laughs> off the heavy flamers or heavy bolters, and sticking assault cannons in there. Because they can. Because they hit on twos, baby. Or Imperial Fists, they do, yeah. And Blood Angels just like them, because they go burnt. Alright, so what um, what else are we um, waiting on? The... What do we know else is going to happen? Pognosticate. Uh, predator has to happen. And, but there's a variety of weapons, so do we think we're going to get one good kit with all of them? Yeah. Because oh. it's it's just literally the Deimos Rhino battery, and then it's the it's one top, and honestly, the only thing that you change between them is the, the, the gun that inserts. Like, yeah, it's like the Kratos. Yeah, it's like the Kratos, right. essentially. Um, the Kratos has one turret top, and it switches between... What the three main guns, mm-hmm. technically, that you can magnetize? Yes. So, yeah, no, it'll be one tank top, and then uh, three sponsor options. No, wait, no, I'm talking about the top turret. I think oh, there's top six. Turret. It's let me put three pages back and find out. Yeah, it's 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 auto cannon. Yeah, I don't have the loyalist book in front of me. Not the rule I book, do. But the okay, tell me how many. How right, many um, so, okay, so for turrets. The default is a Predator Cannon. It can instead have a Flamestorm Cannon, Execution Plasma Destroyer, Heavy Conversion Beam Cannon, Cannon, Magnum Melta Cannon, and now we're getting into the new shit. Um, Graviton Cannon, Volkite Macro Saker, Neutron Blaster, and Gravis Last Cannon. It can't be good. Oh, so it does? Now, I, That's I didn't know... new. That yeah, is new. the last cannon did not used to be a thing for the Predator. Okay, I like that. Okay. Gives us nine turret options. Jesus. And then there are three spots, sorry, four spots and options. Big change from last edition is now you have to have spots on your Predators. There's no spots in free builds. Oh, man. And, and that uh, that makes, uh, what do you call it? That makes uh, Steve a sad man. Now, hopefully you kept all your sponsors. You kept all your sponsors. Yeah, I have them somewhere. Oh, no, Steve. No, Worst not. case, I just retrofit everything to a rhino, and I make really nice predators out of the new kit. But, um, yeah, it's fine. 3D printers, third party. I'll find well, I'll figure it out. Goes, 3D printer does go burr. Yeah. I hate defaulting the printers, though, because ah, it's, ah, something's just missing from it, soul-wise. But, um, yeah, no, so there's four sponsored options. It's the heavy bolter stock, um, heavy flamers for a free swap, or you could take last cannons or Volkite culverins or anti-tank or anti-infantry as required. And because there's heavy flamers, of course, Blood Angels, Imperial Fists, Assault Cannons. So, yeah, there, there there's a lot of weapon options. Honestly, if they made two kits, I would not be surprised. I, I wouldn't even be mad. That's eleven. Sorry, um, nine turret options. It's probably going to be two. Is a completely fair way to break it down. Yeah, if there's that many options, it's going to be two kits. Otherwise, it'll end up being one hundred twenty dollars for a rider, minimum. Because that's that's even the Bane fleet only has eight, and that was two kits they combined into one. 
True. And it bumped up the price on by a fair margin. Yeah, so we're expecting at least one Predator kit. Maybe we'll see a Vindicator, but I don't think we will. No, why not? Through the rule book, you could see a Vindicator that was converted by someone on the studio that very clearly uses the modern 40K front end on the plastic Deimos Rano chassis. And there's so many resin kits that are very clearly the old resin kits in the book. There's no reason they wouldn't have the resin indicator in there. And there's enough plastic kits in there and, and things that we have been announced are not released in the book. That if they had a plastic vindicator lined up, they, that would be coming out. Yeah. The fact that the only vindicator I've seen in the book so far is a conversion tells me that it's not on the short term list of things to get made okay i could be wrong i wouldn't mind being wrong but i think i'm wrong i think i'm right all right is there anything else that um, we expect obviously dan i know you expect some of your mechanicus stuff because they've they've mentioned at points that a bunch of it's going to be plastic yeah well no they've mentioned there were rumors that it's going to be plastic oh okay um yeah, yeah, no, no we really have not on anything real concrete. The only thing nice. we got around was the Warlord trait, which matches the leaks, of course, and oh, something else. But yeah, no, that was a huge rumor that they were going to go plastic. And I really hope they do. I, I super hope they do. Because Mechanicum, like Solar Ox, you can kind of fuck around and, and do plastic conversions. Um, Custodes is pretty much all plastic, except for the Forge World shit. But you could run a fully plastic Custodes army if you wanted. Um, Mechanicum is the only one that is still fully 100% resin. Um, with the exception of maybe Skatari you can get in. And of course you can always proxy like the stupid Castellan robots from Mechanicus. Sir, um, if you read your lore, that's a superior robot. Yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah, no, there's really no converse. I'm hoping at least if they get, what, the Thalax the Ursarax, and the Castellax to plastic. Because the HQs you can do in plastic. That's easy. That one's super easy. Um, just buy a Magos from 40k. But um, if they do the Thalax, Ursarax, Thalax are like the three-wound normal bodyguards. Ursarax are Imagine, the claws. And they're like they're the cow battlesuits, those girls too. Yeah. They're like and cow the battlesuits. are your bigger, these, these, those are your older Castellans. You do those, I think you got a pretty good plastics release. You can keep the Vorax, Domitar, and Thanatar resin if you want. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm hoping they go plastic. Because that means more Mechanicum players. Yeah. Um, for Legions, a um, couple things that we don't have. One is a ready supply of bolt pistols and chainswords. Oh, yeah. As well as heavy chainswords, which are showing up a lot more in this book than they did in the previous edition. So it's, I feel like we're going to get an upgrade set at some point. That's going to be heavy chain swords, left and right-handed bolt pistols, so you can make it destroyers, or just basic, um, just the spoilers can have twin bolt pistols now. Yep. As well as, a, you know, a, a ton of chain swords. If that does not happen, I will be shocked. Like, truly shocked. Because that is a legitimate core unit in this rust in this lineup. That did not exist as a unit last edition. On well, last edition, you could take a tactical squad, drop the bolters, 
add chain swords, and that was a unit, right? But it's still tactical squad. Spoilers are split off for the first time ever, and they have options that were never there before. So they have to get an upgrade kit, and that kit's gonna also have the hand flamers in it. Yeah, hand flamers as well as even like say Volkite Serpentinas or something like that. Because I know a lot of those squads they can swap out to those. Oh yeah, and the Volkites. Yeah. So many Volkites in the list that were not there before as well. Yeah. Um. So like a close combat upgrade kit. Yeah. Actually, yeah. That 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 makes sense. That's probably a kit that they're going to be doing in the future. That's another you know, forty dollar kit with just who knows how many pistols they can shove on sprues. Yep. But agreed. Um, and then I mean, a breacher yeah. kit, and then a uh, breacher upgrade kit. That's going to be boarding shields, las cutters, um, graviton guns, but not much else beyond that. But still, people paid money for that because I I'm paying money right now to get stormcasts to convert breachers. And when the kit comes out, I'll be a little annoyed, but also kind of happy. It, breachers it, are a really cool unit. It would be nice with the troop options out of the book to be able to build the other types of troops um, with sort of a, like I, my, my 40k army is Necrons. I haven't played a Space Marine type thing since Blood Angels, which I got in 5th edition, started with, and then end up getting away from them. So I don't have spare random Space Marine things that I can even like cobble together some of these other units that have like a bunch of bolt pistols or chain swords or, or whatever they may be. I don't own any of that stuff. So for someone like myself who's a newer player, if they don't put out a kit in some way for it, I don't have it. And it would just be nice to yeah. be able to play the options that they have. I, 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 would, I, would, I would like to do that, especially because I said there's so few troop options. I was like, oh man, these guys would be cool. This might be fun to do. Oh, I don't have any of the uh, no kit for it, so I guess I can't do it. Oh, and jump packs for assault marines. Yep. They're a core troop unit. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but they're so central to several legions. They really should be getting something. Even if they just say, you know, here's the jump pack kit we've had on sale for the last 10 years of just five jump packs. And here's the close combat upgrade kit. Like, that's still more than we have right now. Yeah. Because right now, if you want to make era appropriate assault marines, you buy the classic assault marine kit. And a mark whatever kit, or go the forge rolls route, and that's that's not great for people. No, just not. I could do it because I have a giant bits box. Um, the old Chaos Space Marines kit was great because every model had both bolter and bolt pistol chainsword arms, and it was subdued enough chaos that we could very easily clean up the parts and use them on mark fours or mark threes. So I have a bit of a jump start on that. But yeah, no, overall, it's not great. No, and I, I do expect that we're going to see all that. Obviously, they can't, they, one, don't want to do all at once because then people won't buy it all. You know, they physically can't. Yeah. But also, you know, to be able to support the line for a while. But that's stuff that I hope we see soon so that way people have the options for that. They don't have to either resort to Forge World or resort to whatever other options they can randomly find. But mm -hmm. what I would do, if I was games workshop, this is like like my dream, right? 
because you now they have like you know eldritch omens things like that where it's like you know one half of like a box two little two little kits inside like two little forces yeah like, new kits sprinkled in some old kits to fill them in right i would do um the schism of mars as a box set on one side you have one castell x and three phallax and a cool new magos or something right or maybe six phallax or like three phallax three user x right like like Six smaller guys and a big guy. On yeah. One side. And then on the other side, I would take a 20-man Mark III Space Marine box, throw that in, and that's when I would reveal Breacher upgrade kits and Assault Marine upgrade kits. And once again, we'd be Imperial Fists featured and Dark Mechanicum. And it would also use this as an opportunity to bring the Heresy kits to 40k because, you know, cross-sales are always great for them. Yeah, did it with um, the in the short term, at least. Um... And it makes sense from a lore standpoint because the Schism of Mars is huge. It's a huge deal. Um, and that's a big lore point that then justifies why there's always Mark Sixes everywhere. Because um, if you haven't read the novel Mechanicum from the Horse Heresy series, at the, I mean, it's been out for a very long time. Uh, yeah, spoiler, spoiler warning if you missed but, it, but it's not but much like, of a spoiler. It, it, yeah, there's all, it's almost nothing, but just in case you never know what people. Um, yeah. The Imperial Fists, um, at the end of the book, launch an invasion of um, Mars mm. on the northern and southern ends of the planet, specifically to secure stockpiles of Mark IV armor and experimental or an early production Mark VI armor. That was the thing. That was the big thing they did. They got their asses handed to them, so they, went, they grabbed what they could, and they ran back out and blockaded the planet, and then for the entire, what is it, 10, 12 years of the heresy? Is that right? Uh, for the entire heresy, Mars is blockaded. The loyalists yeah. do not own it, and the traders are getting supplies from it. But it is a bitterly contested battlefield, and it's right next to the tower. Yeah. But, you know, securing the Mark Six templates and securing just more Mark IV armor was, was a big operation. It'd be a great box set theme to go for you introduce more heresy lord people that are new to heresy use these new kits everyone's gonna go oh my god i want breachers i'll split three boxes with people so i can build my squads like oh i want start with mechanicum army and plastic like it's the perfect lead-in yeah and if i was them i would do this in like october november they usually do one of those twin sets around then then they get the sales then and then they have the christmas release for the individual kits it's perfect will they do it Probably not. But if they did, it'd be perfect. Yeah. I, I th I'm not saying that's exactly what we'll see for a box, but I could, I, I, you know, they've been doing now these boxes for their different games. And especially when they come out with a new codex or battle tome, depending on the system and all, I can absolutely see something like that. I mean, with, with Mechanicum coming out in August, I wouldn't be surprised if we see them somehow, maybe that or whatever other form they do, then in August, something, you know, because in my mind, why bother coming out with a plastic, uh, sorry, a, a hardcover book, if you're not going to have stuff for new people? It's a waste. You know, it, it's all well and good for people who already have Mechanicum and all of that, but it's kind of a waste to give you a hardcover book when... 
oh yeah, do you like this stuff? Well, it's going to be Forge World. It's going to be a whole lot more money, and it's going to be resin, which might not be something that you're used to working with or even want to work with. And your local store can't stock it, but they can stock nope. the book. Yeah, so they'll have the book exactly. and they'll have nothing else to work with. No, it's got to be. I, I think there'll be something. I don't know if it'll be a star set like that. I think that's a great way to do it. That's a great way to get extra sales or at least some sort of start collecting box of mechanical, maybe. If they do a bunch of stuff in plastic, Dan, are you buying it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, I, mean, I wasn't so sure if you thought you had army. enough. Oh, no, no, no. So weirdly enough, it's not my custodian's army. My mechanical army, it looks big. But it looks big because everything's on a fucking 60 millimeter base. I bought my army, a little history here. I bought my army about 10 years ago. Um, very at the very start of Heresy when Mechanicum first came out. Right? Mm -hmm. And I bought Mechanicum. This is going to like make some people laugh and listen. I bought Mechanicum when they had an actual box set in Forge World. They had like a, a bundle pack in Forge World, right? Hmm. Where like you a got a discount. Yeah, it was no, it actually got a discount. It did get a discount. Wow. Um, it came with the Dominus, which you can't buy anymore. The one with like the tail uh, one, right? Tail head. Yep, yep. It came with a Thanatar. It came with four Castalaxes or two, and then it came with six Thalax. I bought two of those kits for like. $500, $600, and that was the start of my mechanical army, and then I just built it up from there. Um, hmm. But all of my models, like, I'm missing all the Myrmidons in the world. I want more Thalax, because I only have 12 of them. And with the new addition, if the, if the playtest rules are correct, and the Thalax are able to jump and shoot, that makes them absolutely playable than from the last edition. They were no one played them because they they let's be honest, they sucked. But with the change They were amazing. No, what are you no, talking no. About? Steve. They were heavy bolter bait, but other than that, if you knew oh. how to move them, you could do disgusting things. But they moved in the assault phase and it was a 2D6 move. Right. You, you, one, they, you move, you move just yeah. out of cover, you shoot your bright lance, and then you move two inches back into cover. Now, Steve, now you can move with the jetpack. Jetpack plus initiative. You can move eight inches. I see the guarantee is what's nice. Yes. Guarantee so it it, it, it's a lot more of a guarantee. Um, and yeah, you could shoot your dark lance and everything, but even oh, and they changed the guns, Steve. So remember how like the lightning guns were just one shot, strength seven, rending six up, and shred? Yep. Now you can have strength seven, it's rending four up and shred. Okay. Oh, it's oh, right. a plasma gun. Or, okay. or, 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 it's one shot only, or you can split it into a three shot or a four shot strength four AP nothing gun. So you're like a double rapid fired bolter. Um, and it's really cool because you might be saying, well, what about the plasma fusel? The difference is the plasma fusel strength six, not strength seven, but it gets four shots at breach four up. So that, that has its own merits as well. And it's longer range too. <laughs> Now, but that's what I was saying before. Like, I, I'm confused like, because right. I was under the impression that in 30K, it's all about the look. And you talked about how a unit was bad, so you didn't take it. And I'm lost. That doesn't, doesn't make look, sense to me. It also is not the best kit in resin. It doesn't look the best. So I've lost. Uh, I, don't know, like I, story. I don't know how to shit. No, come on, Steve. You know it's Why? not the best. I love them. And the Vorax, fuck off. No, no, no. I hate the Domitar. 
I what? love the Borax. I the love the Thalax. The arms? Get the the only out. things that I have bought are Thalax and Borax. So then if you bought Thalax, you know where I'm going with this. The one problem I have with the Thalax is they're one very spindly on the legs, like really spindly, especially as resin. And then the other problem with the Thalax is the, they have they come with these fucking little tiny, tiny, tiny booster packs on the, on the that you have to glue on the back, right? Um, and it's funny because they have their own booster packs, but then there's like these like re like you know reorient jump packs that like move like they're supposed to like I guess move around and guide them where they jump. Those little thrusters, yeah. I'm looking at yep. two on my desk right now that I forgot to put on a model. Exactly, and they get lost. You can glue them on as much as you want, but eventually over time they will get knocked off and lost, and that does annoy me. Um. um but, you know, I, I, I thal I'd rather run the big ones than Thalax. But if they come in plastic, Dave, and they come in a starter set, I'm fucking buying. Yeah, no, I'm buying okay. that. Just to, uh, just, to, just to have more Thalax. Because the big, remember, okay, so little thing about the game me and Dave played. Hmm. If you listen to our last podcast, we talked about the Mechanicum leaks. Me and Dave then played a 2,000-point game with those leaks. Yes, we did. And one thing, because I played Mechanicum for way longer than I played Custodes. One thing with Mechanicum, especially Castlax, is that you relied on them being monstrous creatures, meaning they were AP2 natively. They are not AP2 anymore. They are AP3. Meaning if you charge a Terminator squad, especially since your weapon skill 3 on them, right? And Terminator squads are weapon skill 4, you are not going to cleave through that Terminator squad at all. Um... They, those Castle Lock robots are going to fall very quickly. Um, and they're also tough to six now, which also hurts them as well. Um, so taking a unit of Thalax to do what Steve said, by the way, is jump, shoot a Dark Lance, maybe blind the enemy, jump back, or take a Plasma Fusal, try to breach some Terminators. Taking Thalax is now much more of a thing, especially since they're now... Oh, and Steve, by the way, that, that jump mm -hmm. move... Uh, is add to the initiative in the shooting, but you can add that jump move in the movement phase as well. So they could just jump 13. That's nice. Reminds me of my card effects is today. Yeah, so it's, they move 13, they shoot, and they can move back 8, or move wherever 8. Mm -hmm. So technically, if they wanted to move forward and forward and forward if they wanted to, they could just move, what, 13 and 8? They can move 20, uh, tw uh, 21. They can move there 21 if they want. Yeah. I can't remember if they can assault after that. Um... But yeah, no, it's really good. Any other predictions while we're on sort of the future? I have a bad prediction. Okay. Prognosticate away. I'll share that. Yeah. I am yeah. I'm not expecting solar auxilia in the near future to be in blast. As no. much as I would love that to be, I don't see it. To be what? In solar auxilia. Solar auxilia. Not not expecting it. There's nothing in I saw plastic. In plastic. Oh, yeah, no. Because no, nothing not. in the book looked like it was, like, you know, a model that got slipped in quietly in a picture, you know? Um, the models are very complicated designs, and while they are mentioned in the book, I feel like they're going to stay resin the longest. Mechanicum will get, probably get plastics before they do, which is a shame because it's such a great design aesthetic. But, well, I, I yeah. think Mechanicum will, just because, one... They're getting their own separate book. All the other ones are the Liber Imperium, which is going to combine whatever else they decide to have, you know. But also because Mechanicum, to some extent, that Mechanicum book is going to have the knights and and large large ones like that. 
and there is already a lot of knights and armagers out. So they kind of already have a head start on parts of what that book is going to be. So we're going to give you your own separate book. You can play some big things. They're absolutely going to do plastic of that. Where, yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting when that... They're saying in October for that Libra Imperium book. I'm expecting then to maybe hear that like next year you'll be getting some plastic stuff. I would be greatly surprised if it was before, like honestly, like next year. But I'm expecting that book to be delayed until December. Remember, ninth edition's all coming out in six months. Uh, I, guess, I guess we'll we'll see whenever they get to it. But I, I have no more predictions. But um, I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, that, that's it for my crystal ball. Anything for you, Dan? No, that's pretty much it. Um, just if they release Mechanicum, I really hope they release it in plastic, and I really hope they'll have my money all over again. Yeah, don't whatever recuperating I've done after the Age of Darkness box set will be gone. And I sold and I sold my Alpha Legion too, just so I can buy more Mechanicum. I would absolutely put money down on on on, on more Mechanicum like that. Absolutely, absolutely. They will. They'll get plastic. I don't know what they'll get in plastic. I don't know if we're pipe dreaming here, but but they will absolutely have plastic stuff for no better reason than they're getting a book. You're not going to give someone their own separate book. You're not going to give them anything. Well, let's be honest. Even if they don't give us anything, I'll, I'll, I'll still be happy. Because <laughs> I'll be happy to rules. <laughs> I'm not going to be, like, mean about it. Even if I don't get anything, I got a new book. I'll be happy with that. I, I think you'll get something. So I don't know what, but you'll get something. All right. Oh. Uh, I think that does it for this. So I think now we can get on to... I guess sort of our main topic number two, um, because that was a lengthy discussion there. That part alone was an hour, so I'll call that a main topic as well. And what we wanted to get onto was essentially how to get people into this game. And and from that from respect, perspective of, you have a lot of people who are buying in for the first time who did not have an army before and now suddenly find themselves with a giant box of plastic and hopefully motivation to work on it but let's let, let's face it it's been here a week give it another week if, if there's not good things happening people will start to lose steam if they haven't already so we want to talk a little bit about what we think i believe overall sort of the best way to get people keeping up with it to get them you know increasing what they're both putting together painting playing all of that and learning the rules in a much more sort of succinct way, which is Escalation Leagues. So um, I'm planning on running one at Maplewood as well at Red Seal Gaming. And I know that Steve, are you running the one at Toy Wiz and Mythicos? Or are you just involved or you just know so what they're doing? I'm running the one in Toy Wiz. Okay. And I'm going to be active in the, in the Mythicos one. Okay, so you're more of a more of playing in it, or or playing actually still kind of helping put it together. Okay, I'm help because just because I have that rules sponge of a brain. Okay, um, I already ha I already have stuff done, but this will help motivate me to get stuff done, and I'm gonna go to all the events regardless because I love horse heresy, and it's be right there in my backyard, so I might as well participate. You know, community first. 
Um, since you have two, why don't you pick one of yours first, and then I'll discuss sure. what what I'm doing. And and what I will say for anyone listening, are are what we're doing or what's occurring at each of these stores and locations is a bit different. Um, now none of them have started yet, so all of it, of course, is subject to change. And especially what's important if you're running an escalation or anything like that, listen to your players, listen to what they want. You know, we're going to be mentioning different timelines. If you know your your player base, if you know certain timelines are too fast or unrealistic, change it. You know, don't don't be beholden to either what we say or what you hear or what you think is good. Find out what they what actually what want. you say. Yeah. Like if your community and your thought process don't line up, have a candid conversation and be ready to pivot. Yes. We'll we'll go through maybe uh, after after we discuss the current plans. We'll go through some general tactics, mm -hmm. maybe for a better term for escalation leagues. But yeah, why don't you pick one of the two you're doing? Yeah, I'll start with Mythicos just because I don't want to think they're an afterthought putting at the end. True. So uh, Mythicos, um, yeah. So one of the, um, the guy organizing it is um, Lewis. He's been involved in the community for longer than I have. Um, he's with the Road to the Nation podcast. At least partially, I think I actually don't listen to them. Sorry, guys. Listening to podcasts never really clicked for me. I love you guys, though. You're great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on that group is like um, Eastern Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Um, and they very often ran events through the Mythicos um, Sakasano location, as well as their Randolph location, now that, you know, they're no longer in that original location. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're mainly in Randolph because most of their, like, founding members and core members are from eastern um, Pennsylvania, which is like 20 to 30 minutes away from their Randolph location. Very far for me. Very convenient, but I'll go there for their events, right? Um, the way they're running their thing is it's structured to be built around the box set. You're not required to build the box set, right? But that's what's guiding the process. So what they're doing is every month they're doing a step up by adding a unit, except month one has the harshest jump. Okay? Okay. So for month one, which is going to be in a few weeks, I think three or four, the target is to have one HQ and two 10-man squads of troops finished. Um, so that you know that's a third of starter blocks contents roughly. It's a lot especially if you are a slow painter, but it gives you a minimum legal force to play. Now, if you know, you're building just out of the box, that's nothing but bolters. If you're going outside the box, you can convert some stuff and, you know, change it up a little bit, but don't be a dick is rule number one. Don't be like, oh, well, you know, if I take a Delagatis, I could then take two 10-man Terminator squads as troops because it says 10-man squads. And don't be that guy. We're here to learn rules and motor each other on hobby first and foremost. Um, a big difference between Mythicos and other ones is Mythicos is not going by points. Because when you have an HQ and a troop unit, yes, it is obviously better to add chain bayonets to your models than to not have chain bayonets models from a gameplay perspective. But it will not make enough of a difference to really change the outcomes all that much. Yeah, The goal is motivation, not winning, because you're here there to have fun. So that's month one. Uh, month two, the addition is one elites unit, either one of the Terminator squads or the 
of Contemptor. And the next month, same deal. Whichever one you didn't do last month, you do now. Another Elites unit. Uh, month four, that would be a, another Troops unit, 10-man squad. Month five is your last Troops of the last 40 BPs and the other HQ. And then capping it off at month number six is the Spartan. Altogether, that's going to be like a 1,500 to 2,000 point list depending on upgrades. So so they're doing, they, yeah, they have their it's set. A slow pace because they have, yeah. Yeah, six months they're setting theirs up? Wow. That is the current plan, yes. And they're meeting, the thing is they're meeting once a month. Okay. That's why. Okay. Um, once at each of their locations. So once in Mawa and once in Randolph. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's not so bad then. That just seemed... It's, it seems like a really yeah, long time. It, it, it is. It is on the slow end of slow grows, but again, like some people put in a ton of time with the models. Yeah. So this is great for that kind of crew, you know. Like you know, people do more than just work on models. Uh, except for me, it's my job to work on. Other than that, people, other than Dan, who finishes in an army in a week, most people take a while to get models done. And 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 and, and this is a good setup for them. It keeps the the, the the growth tempered and because it's like you know like roughly equal um between like your options at each step it's not like you know like oh well you know i'm going to determine i'm going to win this step because you're you're gluing your models together there's only so much less tailoring you could do yeah and it might probably hurt you in the long run anyway uh, the point is to play games learn rules have fun and again, it's built around the box set. Um, you you could do it differently, but it makes the most sense yeah. to kind of build it around the box set because that's what people are going to have. Exactly. If, if that's what you got, one hundred and fifty boxes. I think it's one hundred fifty boxes between retail and online. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. So yeah, that's the way they're structuring theirs. It's six months of very gradual growth. HQ2 Troops month one, and then a new unit each month, according to theme. With a Spartan for the very end, because chucking a Spartan in at any other point is just absurd. Yeah, it'd be too much. Yeah. 100%. But, okay. I, 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 like their, I like their sort of plan. If they're only doing it monthly, that's actually even something I could participate in, because... I mean, I'll have stuff done exactly. long before that, but I have the ability to do something monthly where if it was much more often, they're a little bit far for me. You don't want to monopolize people's time. No. That's a turnoff for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think part of it also, like I said, it, it depends on your particular group or how big you're trying to do it. There's, um, I don't know how robust their community is there or if these guys are going to be using this to grow that community. But if you have a lot of a new community, give me one second. Um, if you have a newer community or people who don't meet up regularly, then yeah, you do need an option like that. Like I know at Maplewood, you know, we most a bunch of us, the, the what I would call the regulars, we're there every single week, so we can do something that's on a much more sort of weekly basis because we're going to be there each week playing anyway. So we might as well call it this, that, or the other thing. But. I I, I I like their plan. I'm going to have to keep an eye on that. Maybe uh, try to participate in it and see how it goes. But um, I'll... I guess I'll, I'll go through now a little bit of what my plan is. At least what I'm thinking. And, and parts of it I haven't fully decided yet. I wanted to give myself probably until 
tomorrow to to put something out and tell people, hey, here's the sort of plan. Because I know people are still in the midst of, of building everything. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on running something at both Maplewood as well as Red Seal Gaming because both spots are close to me. Both spots have communities that are trying to grow. And, you know, the more of the game we get out, the better. Slash, if it's other stores that are local to one another, which they are to an extent, that helps, you know, both sides, honestly, if both are growing communities. Because then you have a lot of back and forth movement, which I think is, is really helpful for a store. So the only thing I haven't decided yet is if I want to start with Zone Mortalis. So I, I shared, the rules were in the July, sorry, the June White Dwarf. And I shared it with you guys. What's nice about it is it is, as far as I can tell, designed well for very small points. Like you could play at 500 points. You could play at sort of that two troops in an HQ level. You can play larger, but it starts very well there. My only concern with doing it and we can we can take a little break here and discuss a bit of Zero Mortalis as well if we want, is it's just different enough that I don't know if it's a good idea to do it when you're trying to learn the rules because the rules are different. Not Not entirely, but some of the key features are a bit different. So... So... Have, have either are, of you read through the rules? Yes. Okay. I, I, I skimmed. Okay. Yes. Um, so my thoughts are with Zomortalis and starting off, do not run it as Zomortalis, but yep. borrow the restrictions from it while you're playing the small, small games. So the requirements is one HQ, one troop. So it's yep. easier to do the small games and still put in the fun stuff, right? Like, yeah. I want to try my Legion specific squad. It's really cool. I just spent eighty bucks on Forge World to get it. If if, if you're lucky and still have cheap options for your Legion, um, you know things like that. So people want to try the Legion specific stuff. Those are often like 200, 300 point units. Fortunately, a tactical squad that's ten man is only hundred points. A character kitted out like hundred points or like the Centurion level because you mm. can't have a Praetor under a thousand points. Um, so, you know, that works out to be about 500 points. You get two squads to move around, an HQ to lead them. It, it's enough to play and get a feel for things. Yeah. Um, no. But I would, not get, I would not do things such as, um, you know, changing the reactions. Because it will be difficult enough learning the normal core reactions for people. Yep. So I would not change the reactions things. But I would take the restriction of one reaction per phase, no matter what. For the small games. Agreed. I would also wouldn't even do Legion-specific reactions until you hit at least 750 points. Just because it's an extra layer of things to learn in that initial front-loading. And I believe in keeping the front-loading light and letting people explore from there. I, I agree with a lot of that. And also, some of those Legion-specific um, strats, in a very small game... Uh, so in a larger game, some of the, or sorry, reactions, in a larger game, uh, I mean, we could sit down, uh, you know, we're obviously going to make some content related to each of the legions and talk about what they have and, and we can do, you know, some, some lists of who's got the better reactions and all of that. But in a larger game, you can find uses. We, we can make arguments of someone's a little better than others, but you can at least find a use for them. At a smaller level, you to, you may not actually find yours to do you very much good at all. Or yours might be 
you know, a particularly more powerful, say like the White Scars one, which once per game, like, hey, your army moves. You know, that is that is huge when you only have, you know, a few units. Take mine, for example. Mine is assault-based. Uh, if you if if the other side's not assaulting, because it's you have to assault me for it to work. If you're not assaulting me, which in a larger game, sooner or later you're going to, you're going to have units to do it. In this smaller game, if you're not going to assault me, mine is garbage. I'll never use it then. Where someone else's, say the word bearers one, you're going to shoot me. Okay, I'm just going to auto kill this guy. Your shots did nothing. You only have three units. What you thought would do a lot, I decided. I looked at it. It looked bad. No, just just get rid of it this one time a game. So I, I, I think you should, both for learning sake as well as for balance, in escalation format or in this sort of starter format, I think it's all the more important to keep an eye and on balance because the last thing you want is someone just got this box, they built a couple things, now they've played a couple of these small games and they got crushed and they had this feel bad experience and now they have no interest you know and and that can happen so i i like the idea though of using this sort of essentially the force org chart from it to start small mm -hmm. but i i think i think once we play it we'll play some zone tiles because we have enough terrain to actually do it at the store i think then we can go through and and talk more in depth of actually what they've done here for Zoomer Tiles, because it is nice. Um, yep. point out, I should point out real yeah. quick, that Zone Mortalis is heavily based on the terrain. Yes. Right? There is no ceiling, or the, sorry, there is a ceiling. There is a Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, there's literally a ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is no, there is a ceiling in Zone Mortalis. You can't climb over the walls, so it very much well, directs can. where you need to go. But you can depending on the scenery you decide whether sure. the tables got a roof or no roof that's part of the new rules by the way that's a change probably spurred on by the new necromunda terrain where there's the ladders the elevators and such yeah. that allow you to climb on top i mean there's doors um take it there alone there's doors yeah. and they can be shut yeah like <laughs> everyone's like ah oh, zone mortalis that's the necromunda terrain yeah yes but there's other ways to do it it could be a trench network um you know going through um you know, uh, narrow canyon passes. Um, I did one as like a foam core table. That was just, you know, like a mining development, a big mining operation. So like I have a little, like a little mining train that's going on made out of the, um, the genius that are called tectonic frag drill. Um, I got some crates lying around. I got, you know, all the scattered terrain, give light cover. And then I have these big blocks that are the walls of the cavern. And it's, it's perfect. It's Zomortals. It functions exactly like a Zomortals table should. Um, so don't think you have to go out and buy, you know, eight hundred dollars worth of plastic Zomortals terrain. Please don't. To have a Zomortals table. Realistically, please don't. Just dense terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Dense terrain. Um, op rooms can be fairly open, but passageways into them should be restricted. Basically, a dreadnought should fit through a door, but not a spark. Right. As long as you do that, you've got a good start. Yeah. All right. So I, I think that's probably a good way to start because I'd like to be able to start it in another, probably about another two weeks. So that gives a, a starting point. The other thing, what I'm thinking of doing, because I didn't, I was not in a position or desire to kind of write my own 
scenario with all this sort of historical context and all that stuff. I, I had no interest in doing that, at least for the moment. So um, it, for anyone who doesn't follow one of, I'm going to say one of the most prolific uh, content creators out there, Gorilla Miniatures Games, because this, I, I mean, it's really Ash from there. There's other people who are on, but it's 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 to some extent, at least in front of the scenes, a sort of one-man show. Not only does he play like just about every game, he goes through all the different books. You know, he does all that. So, um, he, I, I will caveat: if you're watching his content, um, in terms of battle reports, they're very entertaining and they're they're a good watch. But there is rules mistakes. He he plays so many games; it's to be expected you're going to make some errors. So if he does something, you're like, oh, I'm not sure if that's how that works. It very well may not be, but it's still entertaining to watch. He put out for either patrons. Or stores. So if you're a store, you can reach out to him. Or if you're a patron, it's it's available on Patreon and all. He put out his own little um his own little campaign thing. Uh it, the name of it is escaping me right now because I don't have it in front of me. Because I don't want to go through it in detail. It's his own property. Um, he's obviously either letting stores have at it or individuals if you know, like I said, they're essentially subscribed to him on Patreon. You know, it, it, the guy does this, as far as I can tell, for at least some level of his livelihood. But um, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember the name. Do either of you, I don't know if either of you guys looked at any of this. I'm gonna log in and take a look right now. No. That's all right. I, I can look it up real fast because I just, for the life of me, don't recall what it is. But and it's. Um, not so easy to find right now because because with all that's going on, I subscribe to I don't know three dozen thirty uh, k groups now. My Facebook is essentially all that, and then a random friend here or there. That's like all it is now. Um, uh, repentance. That's what it is. Repentance campaign. Um, I think technically, so he's doing sort of a a global one he has a separate facebook for it in case people are interested where it's where people are sharing it talking about it but i think they technically started their week one i'm delaying it but um just a, a brief no no spoilers sort of overview of it i want to say it starts like a thousand points it's like a you know multi say six week thing build up over time you know it, depending on what happens in a game or the way you come into the game, you get points towards stuff. The, sort of your standard escalation or standard, um, what you might, if you've been in the hobby for a while, what you might think of as like Mighty Empires kind of idea. Um, not to necessarily that same extent, but that sort of idea. So I did grab that. I like it overall. I think it's a nice, nice idea. I do. My only problem with it is I do think it starts a little bit big because it does start at like a thousand points. And I think if you're really trying to get people started, especially early on, they might not have that. Or even if they do, if the, especially if you're going to give out, say, bonuses or, or, or something good for having stuff painted, I don't think you're going to have people, the majority of people having a painted thousand points. So I would like to start with something, maybe even start what he did and just extend out the idea to a couple extra weeks, start at 500 and expand from there. Um, I don't, I haven't decided yet how often, like I said, a bunch of us are there like every Friday. If anyone is local to New Jersey, near Springfield, New Jersey, Maple Hobby, we're there pretty much every single Friday 
And now that a bunch of us have gotten into it, you're able to find games. Um, I said, me and Dan were playing the other week, but there's other people who have it. There's a very good options to be able to play. So I don't know if the goal is to do it about weekly or maybe every other week might be more realistic just because in case someone does miss. Um, we've tried weekly things before and it works well for quite a while. But then sometimes, oh, I missed this week. Oh, I got to catch up and all. So it might be better to do it about every other week. Um, do that sort of thing of your one game counts, but your other games, you know, please play other games and things like that. And there's there's good ways to incentivize people for that. Um, you don't want it to be a case where, oh, I've played my one game. Oh, you haven't played a game this week? Well, no, I've already played my one. I'm going to do something else. There's a way to incentivize those players. If you are doing a campaign where you're getting points towards something, you could always have it where your main game is your primary points. That's where you get all your points from. And if you want, okay, you can play your second game and you can gain, say, one little thing out of it. And maybe make that only towards your second. But that way it gets people playing a little more or guarantees that everyone gets to play a game. Because it also doesn't have to be both players' first game necessarily to get their primary scores out of. You know, um, what usually helps in this sort of thing if you want to do it in that way you know, you come up with your structure. I said, he did a really good one, but other ones that work is, okay, hey, points for painting. Hey, points for doing cool things. You know, at the low levels, it could be whatever you want, but essentially you get some campaign points for doing this cool stuff. Campaign points can give you stuff for later games. Um, you can find a lot of examples of this. And that's sort of my thought of what I what I want to do. Um I still have to check with Red Seal sort of how often those guys would want to. I put out a post earlier just telling them like, hey, you know, we've, we're essentially a weekend now. Where's everyone's painting? Where's everyone at? Um, I don't know if I got any responses back. I'm actually going to check now. Or, or painting slash assembly, like where are we now kind of thing. Um, oh, one guy actually posted that he's done one model, but it's his first Warhammer miniature he's ever done. So... Ooh. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. And, uh, looks good. Uh, unfortunately, it's all in black, so I'm not exactly sure which Legion it is because there's a couple options there. <laughs> but... Uh, assume Raven Guard. Let me take a look. Or Dark um, Angels, or, or Iron Hands, or... Yeah. Or Shattered Legions. <laughs> yeah. Iron Hands would probably be more metal. I, I A lot of more recent ones I've seen are a lot more just metal look but no looking at this yeah i don't know um but either way i mean it looks good and like i said got a miniature together we'll see what other people say I've, I'll, I'll post my stuff later but um i think the big thing is you just you want to do it in a way that keeps people interested keep those going and like i said find out what your group will do i know our group if the plan is we run on friday nights yeah we could probably run you know between weekly to bi-weekly and maybe if someone wants to get ahead, that's fine. Where at this other store, no, that might be a much slower case. But So that that's what I'm currently doing. Um, I do suggest for anyone who's not sure of something to do, they want to do something, and they want sort of it done for them. They want to kind of have a structure that they can plug and play with. For Gorilla Miniatures games, like I said, if you're out of a store, if the store requests it, he'll send it to them. Otherwise, for his Patreon... Um, it's a dollar per like battle report, and you can put a maximum. 
So I just put like a maximum of a couple bucks and I watch all of his stuff anyway. So I don't mind supporting that, you know, and even if you just want to do it for a little bit and then you change your mind, you're like, you know what? Hey, I did it for a bit. Uh, I'm not sure I'm not really watching his stuff as much, you know, as a content creator, you know, there's no problem with that. He would not be offended. We don't get offended if, you know, someone changes their mind on something or they only want to support because it's something they care about. That's fine. You know, just keep it in mind later if you see more stuff that gets for, for what you may want. But that is my thought. We'll have to see how. Um, although what I will say, and I haven't told Dan this, but here's my plan for this. In that one in particular, there's like bonuses for stuff being painted. Depending on how fast we're doing it, um, I might want to put in that it's for new painted things. So that way for people who are picking up and it helps motivate them. I think the last thing you want is for it to be, oh, well, I've been playing for years. Oh, I'm automatically at advantage and it's, you know, I'm going to quote unquote win because I didn't have to do anything new. So it might, I might put it where it's for essentially the box stuff being painted. But. Or, or you have, you know, a project log for every army. And yes. They finish a unit. Because they would be logged, like you know, ah, starting on my new tactical squad today. Mm-hmm. Bam, tactical squad finished. Woo! Like, then you could measure it, and they have you have before and afters. Yeah, so it's you true. Because it's a log, that's new. So like, yeah. ah, I'm gonna scratch paint on your model and check if it's the 2014 or the 2018 release. Yeah. Yeah. Count anything um, that people started, say, at this point, say two yeah. weeks ago. Because here's the th- here's the thing, right? Like. Not everyone wants to use Mark Six. I had someone that came and no. ordered, unfortunately for them, three <laughs> sets of Mark Three Space Marines to start their Legion, and they still don't have them I because understand. they still haven't shipped. All, all of my oh, yeah. general squads, so all of my tactical squads, and just essentially my troops. I have Cataphracty for troops. I have to run, you know, Pride of the Legion or something like that because they're the ones I want for my troops. All my Mark Sixes are going to be mostly special weapons, and some might go to something else. But I might have to assemble at least a little bit as troops, so I have options. But uh. all right, why don't you why don't you tell us what it is that you're doing at Toy Wiz then, the one that you're hosting? So un- yeah, so unlike with the Titanicus Titanicus League, I did back in November, December, January. Mm-hmm. Um, this one does not have like any kind of like growth structure beyond just points bumps it okay. is purely a as a community we're going to work on our armies get them done and play games and learn how this works um mainly because i don't want to have like this any sort of like concept of winning in this particular league last yeah. one oh yeah absolutely and i was telling a story too but i don't want people to feel like they have to be involved from the start like if you know, like the guy that ordered three sets of Mark Threes, they're still in. I don't want him to feel like he's behind everyone else because he didn't get his stuff. I don't want someone to be like, ah, oh, I can't come the first two weeks, but I still want to participate. Feel like you know they don't have a place. Yeah. So it's literally just, hey, you know, um, last week on Thursday we had a kind of unofficial first meeting. It's like, yeah, you know, I'll have my books all here available to read. I'll help you figure out what unit builds are viable. You know what's an illegal versus legal build. Um, you know how to the most basics of how to write an army list. I'll help you write your first 500 points right here with you. 
Um, I'll help, you know, we'll be building stuff. I'll share some tips I got. I'll leave for my bits box. And if there's something I got that you need, you know, pick it up because I, I, I have so much stuff from yeah. all these years of playing games. Um, so, you know, we did that. Um, you know, a couple guys are like, yeah, you know what? I want to split a second box set. Just have a couple extra bodies. Like, yeah, guys, go ahead. We got one left, you know, figure it out amongst yourselves how you want to do it. You know, someone picks up the tab. The rest of you, whatever you do, you do, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how our last box that got sold. Um, and yeah, um, it was just, you know, just a casual hobby night. And we had eight people come through compared to our usual, not eight people. Um, so it was really nice, you know, get the community together again. And this week, we're going to start actually playing games at 500 points. I'm encouraging everyone, if they don't have Horus Heresy models together, if they just have a bunch of 32 mil bases that they can identify from each other, just bring some models, play some games. I'm going to have my loner armies available. Um, and we're just going to run through a bunch of 500 point matches. If people want a hobby, they get hobby too. But like the focus this week is on the gaming. Yeah. 500 points. HQ, troop, special unit, or another troop, or whatever. Just enough to get the basics of how to move models. Because things like how you run or go through terrain have changed since the previous edition, and even from 40k. Yes. Um, you know, how to shoot, because it's old school shooting to hit, and old school to wound and shooting. How to fight close combat, because that is, that's a new formula. That's a completely new formula. It's a recognizable formula, um, to hit close combat is the same as to wound in 40k, but it's it's new for close combat and it's not it's done anywhere else. Like for GW's library games, you can't say, oh yeah, you know, just the Warcry rule, or just the Sigma rule, just the 40k rule. It's none of those. So that getting that down is gonna be big. Um, getting reactions down and when you could use what reactions is gonna be big. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did my first like kind of sample game playing off of the playtest rules. I got some reactions completely wrong because I was thinking back to the chat conversations and not the actual rules themselves. So I thought there was a reaction where when you get charged, you could run away. Oh, no, no, nothing like that. Although there is a similar thing in Zomortalis. It's not a thing, like, generally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So just getting the reactions down for people, which ones happen when. Movement phase ones, happen within 12 inches, things like that. Yeah. Getting all that down. And then the next week is actually like real. Oh, sorry, so that's this week, right? Five hundred points. Learn the basics. It's only going to be infantry and maybe some dreadnoughts just to see. Well, I I like contemptors. How does this work? Oh, it does that shit. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, oh, and morale, morale, something. Um, the current GW games do not function this way for morale. No. Old Heresy did. Old Forty K did. It's been nostalgic for a lot of people. Um, even today, like um, during lunch at the um, between rounds of the 40k GT, I was at. You know, we went out, got pizza. Like, let me get my 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 book. We can flip through, look at some unit stats, and I'm like, yeah. So you remember this rule from old edition? Remember when I started in fifth edition? Yeah, it's like that, except this, which is more like fourth edition. Except for that part, that's more like sixth edition. Everybody's still playing, right? Um, and then I always point out the whippy sticks are back, so you can settle all your rules debates. Um. Yeah, this week, 500 points, learn the basics. Next week, back to hobby. If you want, you can play games. But, you know, the focus to kind of guide the group is going to be hobby. Because the week after that is 750 points. Which could be 20 more Marines if you're just going basic guys and bolters. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, that pattern is going to continue. 
Hobby Week, Gaming Week, Hobby Week, Gaming Week, alternating from this week's 500 points all the way up to 1,500. That's like two and a half months, if I remember right off the top of my head. Then it's going to be a full month off, well, a full month of 1,500 points. Because it's a nice, like, you know, in-between level where you can bring bigger stuff, but not like, you know, no one's rolling up with a Lord of War. No one's got a Bane Blade or Fell Blade in the mix, right? And people can kind of get a feel for what they like. They don't like, maybe they pick up a new unit to change something out, right? Mm. The last jump, though, is big. You go from 1,500 to 2,250. That's 750 points. The reason being, there is no point in a 250-point growth that a Spartan fits in. And the box that has a Spartan. I don't want people to feel like they have to paint two units in a month because they have to take one as a temporary unit before they take in their real unit for their arm. So those big units can come in at the end. You have some points to spend. If, like, let's say, like, oh man, I've been playing games. I have some ideas for my army. I decided, you know, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna get Typhon for my army. Oh yeah. You got the point. <laughs> There, there's the points. You know, it's like a 500 point tank. You can fit a 500 point, high 500 point tank in, and you can add another unit to support it. Right? That's the idea of the big jump at the end. Um, or you could bring, you know, a Primarch and their bodyguard, or you know, um, you know, ten new Terminators and their Spartan transport. Right? You know, whatever big, big thing you had in plan, like in mind, that's the time to drop it in, because 250 points growth. It's great for pacing painting, but it's not great for building a general army plan. And that's all it is. And I'm going to probably sprinkle in a couple events. Um, the Putnam 30K group is actually running an event through ToyWiz next month. It's sold out. The last ticket sold on Thursday. Um, that's 1,500 points. The painting requirement is 750 points. Okay, Conveniently so, uh, enough. It's a week after the 750-point um, part of the League of Toys. So maybe you build more stuff. You haven't got it painted yet, but you get it built. And, you know, you push through the painting, and it lines up very nicely with where the League is for painting. And I want to do that again one or two times as we go through the rest. And that's pretty much how that one's going. Um, so it's point-structured instead of unit-structured. Um, with some restrictions for the first 1,000 points. Because some stuff just, I'm sorry, does not belong in small games. No, no agreed. Leviathans blow a thousand points, for example. No Spartans blow a thousand points. But like <laughs> rhinos, yeah, you could throw in some rhinos. Not for not for week one, because that's an, an entirely separate thing you have to learn. Like, how does armor value work? What's a what's a vehicle damage table? How do I disembark after moving? Can I charge after moving? Those are all questions I don't want to have to address in your very first game when both players are new. That's why infantry and dreadnoughts only for week one. Yeah, I, I will say after having played the first game, so I I read the rules, I read I reread the rules that day and sat down and played, and there's just if if you're not used to it because you haven't played old 40k or even heresy before or in a very long time, the, the amount of between drastic to nuance change absolutely catches you off guard i remember when we were we were playing dan originally at the one point he's he picks up his time he's like all right i'm gonna go through this cover he's getting ready to roll it because that used to be a room like no it's just minus two 
It's like, oh. Yeah. Like, and, and I was just going to say that. Even for mm-hmm. old 30K players such as myself, um, that there are very small, minute changes that you are not going to pick up with because you're so used to it. So I think it was the And you just the gloss right one. over. Yeah, yeah, the, co- yeah. the cover one threw me for a loop. Um, there was another one. There was another one that threw me for a loop. Dangerous um, terrain is so much more lethal. Well, no, that one I knew. I thought it comes that up often. Literally, but, yeah. you roll a one, you get a wound. Period. Done. There's no armor save. That was, yeah. Um, thankfully, I'm multi-wound models, but it still hurt. Like hell. Um, gets hot um, is now the AP of the weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, if it gets hot AP2 weapon, well, like my photon thrusters, I gave myself four wounds that game. Unfucking believable um, No, but there was another one that was really, big. oh, yeah, no, Dave, it was about disembark, yep. right? Where it was basically, I think you can only move half your move to disembark. Yeah, yeah if you're going to disembark from the vehicle, it has to go combat speed. Normal yeah. disembarking is a walk. So you go yeah. half seat of the vehicle and then you walk out of it. Hmm. You walk out of no, it. If your vehicle is destroyed, you do an emergency disembarkation, which is half the unit's movement value. Oh, see, I didn't even do that. Okay. Yes. And um, then you do a pinning check after. And then you pinning check after. Okay. 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 If it explodes, they take yeah, the hit yeah, as well still, as disembark. Yeah. And the difference between an assault ramp is that you can still move half, get out your move, and assault. And charge. Right. And, and charge. You can. So you can move six yep. plus seven. Plus, your charge. Okay. Uh, d- depending on what's coming out, yeah. The vehicle can move at sure. combat speed. You're allowed to disembark fully, and then you may still charge if it has an assault ramp. Combat speed is half the move, right? Yeah. Yes, it's half the yes. move, so it could be six yeah, inches. Yeah. Depends on the vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Just wanted to make Yeah, so there were just minute differences. And that's what I'm saying. It'll throw the hardcore player. I mean, for fuck's sake. I've been rolling 3d6 drop the lowest because Mechanicum had moved through cover for the longest time. So I'm just, and Custodes had it. So I've just been doing it. So it, it's, it's very difficult to kind of remember the minus two. Um, um, lots of rules have the same name, but totally different effect. Yep. Like exactly. Shrouded is now a damage negation roll, not a bonus to cover saves. Yeah. Yes. It's a feel no pain. Essentially. Um, subtypes is where a lot of things hide as rules. Like, you can't run and you lose an inch off reaction movements if you're heavy. Yep. But you reroll saves. Re-roll, yeah. So that's a breacher heavy armor. Also, that, that's um, totally changed. I mean, I learned this one with uh, my first game of Mechanicum against World Eaters, um, where Sunder, you get to reroll um, the armor penetration value on vehicles. But Armor Bane, you get to reroll the wounds on Dreadnoughts and on, on Amada. So. Yep. That one is different because armor main also works on vehicles, but you add the extra D6. But you can re-roll wounds on 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 dreadnoughts and on Amada. So that one's really cool. I didn't notice that until I looked at it. I was like, oh, okay, there we go. See so if you think that you know what it does, look at it anyway, because something somewhere probably changed. It should have definitely changed. But all right, so the, those are our Fury of the Legion change. Like so many little yeah. things change. Hey, we're talking about that. Yeah, the Fury of the Legion. Dave, enjoy this. Okay. I don't know if you were checking the chat. So Fury of the Legion used to be. I don't even know if Fury of the Legion used to be. Fuck it. It's one point. Who cares? So you didn't sure. move. You shot twice, but you could not shoot the next turn because yeah. you were busy reloading. Because you spent all of your ammo the right. previous turn. Have been just doing that shit. Um, now it's you don't move, right? 
You still don't move. Um, but you shoot, what is it, twice the amount of shots? One additional shot. A one additional shot. Um, but you can do that every turn if you want. So you can not move Fury of the Legion, not move Fury of the Legion, which is funny, right? Mm. I today was like, wait a minute. Death Guard count is stationary for the purposes of movement every time. So I was reading, I'm like, holy shit, Death Guard can move Fury of the Legion, move Fury of the Legion, move Fury of the Legion. Yes. Which is fucking hilarious. Fluffy as hell, too. But fucking hilarious. 20-man bolter squads just got a shit ton scarier for Death Guard. Oh, yeah. I mean, tactical squads firing reaction fire or uh, return fire, right? Overwatch or return fire is yep. terrifying because they count as stationary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. when you do reactionary yeah, fire, you count as stationary. That many bolters. Um, oh, here's another rule that changed. I was Because I, I was watching the battle report with this one where tactical squads get a feel no pain when they stand on an objective, right? Yep. Six of uh, yes, it's because it, oh, it's boy, one of the rules that they have. Which what is Heart of the Legion? Heart of the Legion. Heart of the Legion. Yeah, Heart of the Legion. Yeah, because they have our Heart of the Legion. That's why. It's because exactly. they have that. Exactly. It's actually an apothecary. So if you have an apothecary in that squad and they're on an objective, that's a four up feel no pain for a fucking tactical squad. Now, here's one I bet you don't have queued up in your rules noggin Spite of the Legion. I have no idea what that is. Exactly. So that's the one that the spoilers and maybe assault squads. I should check that before I say anything. But it basically, if you charge a unit that has that is currently falling back, or pinned, or has no characters, including squad sergeants, in it, you get reroll ones to wound, Ooh. which is almost nothing when the entire unit attacking with with that rule has chain swords. But the special weapons in that unit will very much appreciate it. Um. Assault squads do not get it. And so it's the spoilers only, I think. But yeah, no, it's a neat little rule. Spite of the Legion. I don't know if you can hear me, I'm flipping through a book right now, trying to find it so I can check. Yeah, yeah we hear it, right? you. That's what laughing. It, ta it takes a lot of flipping. I see, I see they're coming out with the uh, digital version, which is nice. I. My only complaint oh my is God, it, it should have so been automatic. Sorry, I got it wrong. Huh? I got it wrong. I got it so wrong. Okay, what is I'm it? I'm thinking playtest 3. Playtest 3 is clouding my memory. So, if this unit makes a charge, charging enemy that's pinned, falling back, or has no characters in it, as I said earlier, or the chosen warriors, so command squads and I think veteran squads have chosen warriors, so any model could accept challenge. Basically, the units where any model can accept a challenge mm -hmm. do not get affected by this. Okay. Where's the veteran squad? Yep, yep. I know those are command squads, veteran squads, chosen warriors, yeah. Um, so veterans won't be affected by this, but um, well, if they're pinned or falling back, they are affected by it. Okay. Um, but basically, you get an extra attack for every model in, ch in the charging unit. Oh, that's much better. On top of the normal plus one, on top of the plus one for being a world leader. Yeah, I was going to say, so if you're a world if leader... If you snipe out the characters or pin, which is easier after sniping out characters... Or force your unit to fall back, and then you charge it. You could get plus two attacks for that charge, plus three if you're a world leader. That plus is four if you're a spoiler. Uh, no, it's already built in. No, 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 no. Spoiler, no. Don't, have, don't have a special one. 
So world leaders get plus, plus one when they charge. When they charge, mm-hmm. they also get an additional plus one. Um, they get plus two when they char- or they get so world right, leaders get right. plus one. One for the legion, one for the normal rule, and yeah, then one another for the one for fight of the legion if they get off. That makes three. Three. So they and then if they're armed with bolt pistol chain sword, which they should be, right. Plus or four. Bolt pistol chain axe. Yeah, come on, you know better. Plus four. Yeah. So a stereotypical attack marine on the charge gets five attacks. The spoiler, if they charge a pinned unit or one that has no characters or yes. warriors in it. Yes. Yuck. Yuck. That is a very new Where thing that a lot of people are not picking up on. Like, just like things like, um, sudden strike. I'm like, what is this rule? I just noticed it here in the night, in the night Raptor's entry. Oh, plus one initiative. Plus one initiative on the charge. That is no joke. That's what Alpha Legion daggers first. Yep. It means you strike first when you charge, Dan. That little dagger gives you fights first. Yep. I hate you. Oh, wait, you're not playing them anymore. Never mind. Yeah, I'm not playing them anymore. I don't care. Oh, yeah, like, um, tech marines now. Instead of being a character that joins a squad or being their own unit, they become attached to a squad like apothecaries do, like, so many little things have changed. So even if you're a veteran, read read your book. Yeah. Yep. Every last one. Even if you think you know what it is, it. look over again. I, I I will admit that I've actually reread it probably twice because it's the end of the year. So I put basically I've been putting on movies, historical movies, and I'm just reading the book. Um, I've reread it twice, and I'm still picking up shit I didn't miss. I completely against Dave's game. I completely forgot about the difficult terrain thing. I literally missed it because I skipped the movement section. But like, oh yeah, I've, it's moving. I've, you go forward. Exactly. I've memorized. I've memorized the weapon special rules to a pretty good fucking margin. But something when Dave told me, "Oh, it's minus two, not three d 6 I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck, really?" Yeah. Like that threw me off. So it was just really cool. I like new additions. New additions. I like when they do that. All right. Uh, getting back quick, at least very briefly, because uh, we've been going at this for a while. Very briefly. Um. If you are running your own escalation thing, do we have any other tips to give before we call it a day? I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, I think that everyone kind of, it's, guys, you're, okay, this is going to sound awful, just bear with me here. You're trying to get more people to play your game. That's what it comes down to. You're, You're basically repping or sales repping the game. Even though you don't mean to be a sales rep, you know, I'm not saying like lie to the people about the game or, you know, lie to them so they can buy it because then you're just going to have really angry people. But you are trying to sell the game so more people play it. Keep that in the back of your mind as you play. So you want people to have fun. You want people to, you know, be laughing and jovial and having a good time. That's just kind of like always my, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever pace you do things at, be consistent. People can plan around it, whether it's weekly, um, you know, once a fortnight, once a month, whatever it is, just be consistent and be clear what's happening when. Um, motivation wise, understand what's the best way to motivate your community and what will motivate in a way that sets the best expectations for your community. So, for example, I'm not doing earn points for doing XYZ in this campaign. I want the motivation to be just the hobby of it, exploring ideas, just going all out. Like, what's this weird thing? What's the weirdest thing I could do? And does it make sense? Because um, that's that's the most exciting part of the game. And for your first entry to this game, 
that has such an open sandbox. I want that opportunity to be there. That's why I'm running my league the way I'm doing it. Um, Mythicos is doing theirs because, you know, all people bought in the box set. Of course, they're going to want to be able to play the box set. Um, even if it's against another box set, they know it's going to be a fairly even match. So it's what's good for that community. Um, others, um, there are, some people are already playing 3,000 point games because it's like established people that just want to dive right in and go nuts. Yeah. Um, you could do points for, you know, painting units, playing games, winning games, you know, or like, you know, um, write down a seek, you know, write down a secret objective, um, you know, like get your commander to the enemy deployment zone, um, you know, kill an enemy in a challenge, things like that. You could do that as a thing. That'd be really cool. But it doesn't fit what I want to do for mine, which is why I haven't gotten into that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything too different to add to any of that because it does hit all the big things. I said, you know, um, is that you, know, you want to be the champion for it. You want to be the person others can come to if they have questions about it. You want to be, one, don't do this if you know it's tough for you to make it. Don't do this if you know that you have inconsistencies because this sort of stuff lives and dies by the person who organized it being the person there, being the person always able to get a game in, everything like that. If you you know your community, you know whether or not it's the kind of thing that you can participate in or whether or not you need to be able to be there and essentially be the ringer if there's going to be an out amount. Um and find out what people want. If you, especially if you're looking at doing this, uh, most stores or or, or communities uh, in the U.S. it's much more of a store environment. But if you're safe in the U.K. or something like that, it might be more of a, a club environment. Find out what they want. You know, if you don't have any particular ideas or nothing we've said actually necessarily sounds like great to you, or you don't want to be maybe you like the idea, but you don't want to run it, talk to the people there. Sometimes even the store itself or some sort of other avenue will do it. They don't always, it doesn't always have to be exactly um, player motivated, but all right. Well, hopefully um, if you do something, um, if, if you, if you follow this on YouTube, you can obviously leave comments and all, if you do something, I'd be interested to see what people do or what their plans are. Um, especially as most of these probably are just starting out or not starting out pretty soon. And even then, once people have done an escalation, you're going to see more of it done again as either other people get in or as people actually get around to getting everything painted or getting the stuff maybe from Forge World that they want or or going beyond the box, especially as we see whatever comes out over the next you know, month or two. But, all right. I think that might do it for us tonight then. Unless anyone else has any uh, cool pressing things. I think we're good. And that'll do it for us tonight. Um, first, I do want to apologize. The audio for my two hosts seems just to be a little bit low. I was having some internet issues. We're able to clean it up, but for some reason, it just came in a little bit lower than we would have liked compared to mine. We'll just have to adjust some levels for next time. Speaking of next time, um, from here, we haven't discussed exactly where we're going to go. We know we want to start going through the information and, and the books for heresy a little bit more formally. So we'll probably start our discussion related to the different legions. The way we'd like to do that is in shorter uh, chunk-sized episodes, probably releasing two or so a week instead of just the one maybe we'll release on a little bit of a different schedule but we'll make sure that's known and it'll be pretty obvious when that occurs 
On behalf of everyone here, I do want to thank everyone for listening. If you are enjoying the content that we're doing or want to see more of what we're doing in terms of heresy or Titanicus or anything else, um, one, you can always suggest ideas to us. Uh, email is currently the easiest way while I put a few other things together. That's terrainkickersnj at gmail.com. Also, depending on where you found this, if you're listening to us on a podcatcher, subscribing there. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribing there. Make sure that one helps us out be noticed, but also helps you keep up with the content as we put it out. On behalf of everyone here, have some good hobby and some great gaming.